Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. So I get your first pick then. You do. Uh, yeah, I figure, figure that's how we'll, we'll start the show. Alright. Uh, that's how I'll, uh, I'll explain that. Yeah. Well, we're uh, recording right now, so. Oh. <laughs> like right now, now? Yeah, like right now, now, now. Yeah, so you get my pick. My first pick. I do get your first pick. And I- Welcome to the Draft Podcast. <laughs> With you today, Andy, Mr. Pop Rocks Liner. We got James. What's love got to do with it, Bryanson? <laughs> <laughs> Is that 80s? I don't know. I, I'll, I'll take it. I sure as hell hope so. And we got... Drew. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, What's up, guys? Hi. What's going on? Uh, I'm I'm a little uh, th- I'm a little hurt that you're about to take my first pick because uh, if I get the first pick overall, I am not going to pick until damn near the third round. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> so I'm actually hoping for the third pick when you shake that damn box up. Yeah. Well, you know. I'm wondering if I'll pick a movie that you even care about. Because my first pick, my first pick is my, it's specific to me. I don't even think you guys give a fuck about it. But my second pick might be something that you guys care about. Okay. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But yes. All right. Let's, let's, uh, let's draw from that box. Drew unveils it. And first pick goes to Drew. Yes! Second pick goes to me. Oh my goodness. And Andy gets number three. And And I never get James also gets the third pick. (laughs) I never get pick three. So this actually worked out for me. Yeah, so you'll actually get a pick in the first round. Well, I guess it'll be second second round. Yeah. First pick of second round. Yeah. Holy shit. All right. I can't believe that actually worked out for me. Yeah. You asked for it and the gods provided. <laughs> Thank you. The gods must be crazy. <laughs> That's uh, 80s. That is. It is 80s. It could the gods someone's list. <laughs> 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 um well, I got to go with starting off the uh starting off the decade. I'm going to go with uh, one from, actually, I think, believe it was 1980. And I'm going to just go with Airplane. Oh, fuck. Ooh. That's the movie I was just talking about that I would bring up this other movie if that movie got picked. Wow. Okay. Right off the jump. Yeah, I fucking love that movie. That's probably I, it's one of the greatest airplane or uh, 80s movies or comedies ever. It's always on the top of the list. It's always number one. Yeah. Anytime somebody rates 80s movies, they always... Put it number one. And anytime anyone rates airplane style movies, 
airplane always comes up. Yeah, yeah. You want to draft movies with planes in it, airplane is number one across the board. Snakes on a plane, number two. Planes, number three. Uh, what was that? Uh, that? That movie where Denzel flies the plane upside down. Snakes on a plane? Yeah. Um, Snakes upside down on a plane. Just from the just from the get go, where they're like just pulling up to the airport, and there's the whole white zone, red zone thing. Yeah, we all know what this is about. You want me to have an abortion? <laughs> uh, and obviously, the the scene that probably gets quoted maybe more than any scene in movie history, um, the Shirley scene. Yeah. Yep. Oh God, what else is? Oh, the uh, the. Autopilot, like the the blow up oh, thing, where he gets deflated. Leslie Nielsen, she has to blow. Kill, oh man, killer in airplane. Yeah, fucking a. So many good things. The whole the, 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 the flashback scene when they're oh man, isn't that an airplane? The, they have a flashback where they're in like a bar in <laughs> in Vietnam or yeah. something. <laughs> that shit's so fucking funny. What was cool about the movie is how straight they did it. So like. It was a comedy where they didn't portray it. They didn't act like it was a comedy while shooting it. Yeah. yeah. Which made it even more hilarious. Yeah. Oh, shit. I like how they did that. And just even like the ground control stuff. (laughs) Picked the wrong day to quit sniffing model glue. Yeah, yeah. And then the other guy, the, and Leon's getting larger. (laughs) The guy that's just running around. (laughs) The... Uh. The guys that did Airplane, the Zucker Brothers and Jim Abrams, they mm-hmm. did a movie. This is the movie that I kind of discovered. I really have. I want to see it, but it's. I don't know if you guys have ever seen. It. It's called Top Secret. I haven't seen mm-hmm. it, and it's got Val Kilmer in it. <laughs> and uh, I watched a clip. You know, I, I basically was just looking up uh, lists of underrated '80s comedies. Yeah. Okay. And, and this came up, and uh, they. The clip is like a fight scene. It's with uh, Val Kilmer and I guess whoever plays the antagonist, some blonde dude. And they're like in this car fighting. Like Val Kilmer's hanging off the side of the Jeep. And they start putting like their fingers in each other's mouths and stuff. (laughs) And then they start fighting. All of a sudden it switches to like the face of the radio. And they're like keep pushing the button to change the radio station, (laughs) each one of them. And then they end up like going into the water and they start fighting underwater, and next thing you know, it's like a bar scene underwater, like where they're fighting, Whoa. and then the dude hits uh, Val Kilmer, and he falls into a bar, and then there's a table full of like like old cowboys just sitting there underwater <laughs> watching them. Oh my god, this yeah. shit is so funny. I was dying laughing. Yeah, that uh, that actually brings me to like another point, and I don't know, maybe we'll do seventies, but because like. I, it's, there's not, I guess there's not a whole lot of comedies in the 70s, but. Yeah. Honestly, hey, Drew. But like, honestly, like four of my top 10 are in the 70s. <laughs> like, yeah, Drew, bef- yeah. before you uh, completely finish, I want to take the time to let everybody know that we're drafting 80s comedy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
uh, we're not drafting plane movies. <laughs> yeah. I just realized, I'm like, shit, we didn't even introduce what we're drafting. Yeah. Yes, we are doing 80s comedies, but I, with, with the Zucker Brothers, uh, they're, uh, the their original Kentucky Fried movie is oh, one yeah. of the fucking that movie is one of the funniest things ever. It's funny if you haven't seen it, seek it out. I used to watch it for the titties <laughs> as a kid. College girls, what was hell that? yeah? I, I don't remember College all girls the in troubles or in trouble. Yeah. I always remember laughing at it, but I I mainly watched it for titties because <laughs> I had access to it. I think. I forget who had it. I, I borrowed it from yeah. somebody, or maybe my dad had recorded it off HBO. But, uh, yeah, I used to turn it on and just watch them titties. <laughs> hey, I get it. There was, uh, there was two movies that I watched that were not rated R that had some titties in it. And I would get the movie from the library because since they weren't rated R, I could get it. Yeah. And then I would just pause it, yeah. right? And one of those movies could potentially be drafted today. Right. And the other one was MASH. <laughs> Mash had I never it? watched the movie Mash, but I rented or I've checked it out of the library several times. <laughs> Just for the titties. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hell yeah. He knew exactly it was like the 43 minute in. <laughs> <laughs> the original Mr. Skin. It was never a. Uh... It'd be funny if you like returned it but never rewound it, so you just run it again. It was always in place. <laughs> oh, like most deaf and Jack Black, I was kind and I rewind. <laughs> is that Jack Black that was in that yeah, movie? Yeah, it was. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Be kind, please rewind. Be kind, rewind, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we're going to jump into my, my pick now. Yes. All right. And uh, this movie. Your first of two picks. This movie, wrong. you guys could probably guess that I would pick this movie because I've always declared it as my favorite comedy of all time. It's a love story. It's some, some people would refer to it as a chick flick, but consider me with a vagina because I love it so much. And that is When Harry Met Sally. Oops. Oh, <laughs> wrong. <laughs> uh, let's see what's on his list. Andy got cocky and thought he knew why, what he was going to pick. And why do you think Back to the Future 2 is a chick flick? <laughs> or a love story. No, uh, Out of the three, writing, it's, it's one that has no love story. You were story. like, one of my favorite movies. So I wrote it down. <laughs> put it up. I was I was getting ready. Yeah. And I like kind of zoned out for a second and then showed it to you. And I was like, oh, this isn't right. <laughs> I was so showing you. Love story between Marty and Doc Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Do scientists really be fucking though? <laughs> uh, now, when Harry Met Sally is, uh, it's just perfect pacing movie. Uh, Billy Crystal is fucking hilarious in it. Meg Ryan is fucking beautiful, you know. And you got Carrie Fisher and Bruno Kirby as the, the friend couple. Mm -hmm. Carrie Fisher, Carrie Fisher, Fisher is always funny. You know, and uh, it's just a it's a great movie. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, do you guys like it? Do you guys even have you guys? Yeah, ever... I like it. I've it's seen not like it once. I think really. God, yeah. I don't know. It's one of those movies I watched a million times. I mean, obviously, the one scene gets recreated all the time. Yeah, I'll have what she's having. Um, 
Yeah. Which reminds me, man. We gotta do a, we gotta do a movie quote one, one. Yeah. We should do that. Yes, we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We'll write that down. Um, I actually got to eat at Cat's Delicatessen in New York City where that scene took place. I'll have what she's having. I bought a t-shirt and everything. Like I was really, I was really starstruck just being in the building. Their yeah. Rubens are my, fantastic, by And the way. my Ruben was fantastic. That's, <laughs> That's what, what I, I had as well. <laughs> fucking A, boy. Yeah. And I had to, like, stand in – I had to stand in a line around the building just to get in. And yeah. that, apparently that's how it is every day. So it's – that place must just make – and they don't take credit cards. It's nope. cash only. Yeah. Yep. Even to this day. So you go in there and you're they're just, like, fucking sitting on piles <laughs> of cash, dude. And they got pictures on the walls of, I guess there are a couple other movies that, uh, had Cats Delicatessen in them too, but mm-hmm. that movie specifically, there's like a whole wall dedicated to When Harry Met Sally and yeah. it's cool. Yeah. And you, you guys Far took back to back icons of yeah. eight movies in Leslie Nielsen and Billy Crystal. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yep. When Harry Met Sally is 1989, so it's actually kind of late in the, in the game, but still fucking. A great movie, God, yeah. I love it. Billy Chris, nah, it's a great pick. Yeah, <clears throat> all right, fucking a waiter. There's too much pepper on my puppy cash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, and with your next pick, so that's the one yeah. I figured. I figured you guys didn't fucking care about, but I don't care. I love the movie so much, and hopefully our our fans love that I love the movie so much. But uh so for my next pick. This is kind of... R.I.P. Andy's pick. This movie, basically, you watch it, it's the definition of the 80s. Everything in it is 80s through and through. And it's fucking funny as shit. And it's got the lighthearted, happy, lovable slacker Ferris Bueller in it. Ah. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Okay. Yeah, that's iconic. I know we've talked about it before, but it deserves more talking about. Such a great movie. I mean, you got you got the car, you got the girl, you got the best friend, you got the fucking lovable front man, you got the evil sister, you got the shit, the asshole principal. You know, it's it's a perfect fucking it's a perfect mix of movie. Yeah. The first time I ever saw Ferris Bueller, I fell asleep. I was like eight years old. But I Probably because Ben Stein. Well, yeah, yeah, Bueller. <laughs> that scene. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't ready to appreciate the movie at that point. But then I, you know, as I got older in my teenage years, I saw it again, loved it, and then from then I just, you know, couldn't fucking help myself. I watched it a billion times after that. You know. Yeah. yeah, ultimate skip day movie. Yeah, ultimate. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Even that song. Bow, bow. Yeah. And now they do this pizza commercials? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the, the principal scene was, uh, I, I love that scene, uh, so much where he's just like chewing him out and then the lady comes in and she's like, Ferris Bueller on line two. <laughs> <laughs> and just his face is pure, pure like, oh shit. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. 
my sister's going to pick up my homework for me. Yeah. <laughs> I think I uh, talked about it before, but that guy actually got arrested in Sarasota for child pornography. Yeah. Yeah. Did. We did Whoa, talk about wait. it. No, I don't remember that. The guy who plays Mr. Rooney, the principal. Really? Yeah, he got he got arrested for child pornography in Sarasota, Florida. I didn't know it was Sarasota. Man, yeah. there's like a lot of wow. local perv things. I, well, you know, I worked as a corrections officer, and when I went to the booking room, they – I don't know if they're supposed to do it or not, but they started pulling up all these arrest cards of people yeah. that – like famous people that got arrested, and one of them was that guy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many – uh, people that get arrested for some that kind of shit in in Florida and specifically in the area that we grew up in. Yeah, um, I know we know some people. <laughs> Florida, Florida man is referring to where we live. <laughs> yeah, I know there was one kid that was uh, arrested that apparently had a crush on me at one point in life, and that's just weird. Really? Whoa. Yeah, you told me about it. He had a crush well, on me. Not that he got arrested, but that he had a crush on me. Oh, who was it? Uh, <laughs> I told uh, you? His name Alex? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Who I went to high school with him. Oh, I don't know. He worked with you at a company. Yeah, anyway. Oh, okay. Uh, I know who you're talking about, but I don't yeah. I didn't remember that he that he liked you now. Yeah, oh, that's you right. told me when uh, I came in to see you and you were just starting to date your now wife that uh, I walked in and uh, the dude was like, Andy Liner, mm, something about him. <laughs> and I was like mortified when you told me Wait, that. Wait, so I think I know who you're talking about. He was arrested? He was arrested for what? Uh, child something. Was he really? Child, yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Wow. That's so funny. moving on to my next pick. That's funny. I just recently saw that dude in a bar. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, we were talking like like he didn't molest any children. <laughs> well, I don't think he molested. I think he was just did some internet stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, huh. Yeah. But yeah, shout out to the principal of Federal Affairs. Day <laughs> off, I guess. Uh, um, has he been convicted or is it alleged? Let's just say allegedly. Yeah, yeah. we're going to say alleged. <laughs> there was a picture in a paper. That's all I. Oh, know. Okay, all right. So uh, I guess from that, I have to go to a cop movie. So I'm going to take Beverly Hills Cop. Oh fuck, man! That would have been my next fucking pick. I should have picked that first, and then you wouldn't have fucking taken First Bueller. Yeah. Fuck. Banana in the tailpipe, you know? Banana, I, Just felt appropriate right now. You gotta put a little bass in your voice, man. I ain't falling for no banana in the tailpipe. <laughs> yeah, Eddie Murphy to me is the greatest 80s um, movie actor that we had. Um, yeah. And I wanted to make sure he was represented in these first few picks. Um, and there's several movies of his that I actually have on my list. But Beverly Hills Cop, to me, Axel Foley, that, that's the one that kind of like, um, it really, every time I hear the music, whenever I saw the cover, I wanted to see that movie for so long when I was a kid, and I would go in Albertsons to go try to rent a movie, and like, I couldn't get it, I couldn't get it, I couldn't get it, because my parents wouldn't let me, and then finally, 
like, I don't even remember how I ended up seeing it, but I just remember, like, seeing it and just being so in awe for the first time. And every time I watch it, it makes me feel that childhood, like, happiness yeah. that I got yeah. when I finally got to watch it. Um, Eddie Murphy was just, he, he was, he was so smart. He was so energetic. And he just, like, he felt like he leaped off the screen more than anyone in that, that time frame. Like, yeah, he used to own the characters that he was in. Like, he would, yeah, he would fucking take hold of that shit and just fucking drive the movie. Well, I mean, even oh, his man. later, I feel like even his later movies he did too. It's just, yeah. his characters just got worse. So you didn't really want to, you know, yeah. he, he really put himself into Pluto Nash and maybe he shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, you know, in his laugh. Pluto Nash isn't even that bad. I mean, try, no, it's not. Try watching it again. It's actually kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> but I think like his, the last really good Eddie Murphy movie was Nutty Professor. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, that, that was, that was incredible. Yeah, I think that like that, like he owned that movie, he fucking drove it home and, and then after that he just seemed like he kinda got tired. It, maybe he just had kids or something. So maybe the same thing that happened to Adam Sandler, I don't know. It's just, I yeah. guess you just get older and your, your priorities change and you know, like the things that you think are funny change and I don't know. I think he would still, like, if he actually devoted his a little bit of time to it, I think he would still just destroy. Yeah, you know, yeah. What, you know, what I think Eddie Murphy needs Eddie Murphy needs his Lost in Translation. Yeah, like that mm. second yeah. second coming. Yeah, the he second needs his coming. Pulp Fiction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe he needs to do a remix to Party All the Time. <laughs> oh yeah, a trap mix. He should, he, he should, yeah, he should throw My away girl the movie. Lights just... to party off. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Eddie Murphy actually sang "My Girl Likes to Party All the Time," which is uh, that's a great song. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think but, he should just throw away his acting and just go for his music career. That's yeah. what I meant by Lost in Translation. Yeah. That was, that was, <laughs> that was produced by Rick James and I just literally the other day watched that Rick James, Charlie Murphy, True Hollywood Stories. Yeah. Oh man. Oh my God. I was, I was dying like it was the first time I'd ever seen it. It was so fucking funny. I watched an Fuck interview. Yo, couch. <laughs> yeah. uh. I, I watched an interview with Eddie Murphy. And, uh, they were talking about, um, if he could, like, uh, be someone else for a day or, or be someone else. There were several people who had answers from the cast of, uh, this movie. And, and, uh, he was, they were like, if you could be someone for a day, who could you be? And he's like, there's this guy not a lot of people know about, and his name is Prince. <laughs> if I could be him for just one night, he's like, cause my life is awesome. I don't want to change with anybody. Yeah. But if I could be somebody for one night, it would be, uh, this artist Prince. And then Prince blew up after it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, that's fucking awesome. So it's kind of, it's kind of funny. So you can kind of see that, that he would have had those stories, but I watched like, the, hey, I watched the Prince, the Prince one too. Oh man, oh, that God. one's so good. I just love that. I love it how, uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Charlie Murphy's like, all right, we're going to call this one shirts versus blouses. <laughs> and then everybody laughs. But then Game. he's like, but dude blouses. could. And then he goes, but dude could ball. <laughs> he, would, he would make pancakes and shit. Yeah. He said, that's what, that's the, that was like the funniest part because you see, you hear the interviews start to wind down and the per, like it actually, you hear the off camera guy go, so what happened next? And he, and Charlie Murphy's like, well, he took us inside. He served us pancakes. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's another one we need to do is we need to do skits. Yeah. yeah. Like sketches. So yeah, sketches. So let's, let's write that one down too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's do some sketches. Um, but yeah, uh, Eddie Murphy kind of getting back to it real quick. Eddie Murphy, he would flip in and out of character better than anybody that I can remember. Like for instance, when he was going in to meet the bad guy, uh, for the second time at the restaurant, he walks in and it's some like club only restaurant. Yeah. And he walks in and the guy says something. He instantly flips to this like gay character and he's like, uh, talking about how, um, because the, the guy at the front's like, can I give a message? And he instantly goes into this gay character and starts talking about how, um, he got herpes and he needs to make sure that, uh, dude gets checked out. <laughs> right, and the dude at the front's like, uh, I think you better tell him. He's like, I think that'd be best. <laughs> he walks yeah. in and what's funny is in that same scene, Eddie Murphy, like, throws a dude into a table or some shit like that. Yeah. That, for whatever reason, I remember that one. That was the worst um, hiding of a stunt double of all time. <laughs> I'll have to send you guys the clip. But in the clip, it's clearly this guy that's like, I don't know, 30, 40 pounds bigger than Eddie Murphy, has yeah. a mustache, doesn't even look <laughs> like him. You can like He's white. Or, like, see him. <laughs> Oh, fuck. So funny. That's great. That's awesome. All right. Is it back? Also, shout out to Bronson. Oh, yeah, I guess show. it's back to me, isn't it? Yeah. Hell yeah, boy. I should have uh, been prepared for this. Um. Yeah, but I mean, though, the, that kicked off some great movies too. Just those, the next two. I. I love them all. I love all three. So. Same. Okay. Okay, this is a uh this is a movie I've been obsessed with for a long time. And I actually saw this movie at a drive-in movie theater um with my family, but I was really young. And I don't really remember that. I just that's what I was told <laughs> that we saw it at a drive-in through <laughs> theater. But uh in 1986, uh Three of the biggest stars in comedy in Hollywood got together. Oh, fuck. And they were three buddies, three friends. Yeah. Three amigos. Damn. Fucking Great a. pick. Oh, I thought I was going to be able to get that later. <laughs> three amigos is so funny. It's about three guys that were silent movie uh Stars. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, once talkies came out that they started feeling like they were going to be, you know, pushed to the side or whatever. And then they get, they get hired to save a, an actual village in Mexico. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. 
It's so fucking funny. Uh, Steve Martin, Chevy Chase, Martin Short, they're fucking amazing together. The, uh, the, the, the good night scene where they're good night. <laughs> good night, Ned. And it's like the turtle. Or yeah. <laughs> uh, when they get to the burning bush. <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> oh man. Uh, the fucking, the, the Mexican general or whoever the guy yeah. is that like the bad guy in yeah. the movie and he's like, would you say there are a plethora of piñatas? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, man. That movie Dude, kills me. Martin and Chase's interaction killed me. I know. Killed me. I know. They're so good. And that's when uh, when I started really liking Martin Short, too. Yeah. And, like, following his career. Because I didn't really know a lot about him until this movie. So. Yeah. Three Amigos is the reason I went back and watched The Jerk. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying, like, Three yeah. Amigos as a kid, I was like, there was something about it. And their little doop doop, you know, their yeah. little, like, uh, dance thing or whatever yeah. you want to call it. Um, but, like, yeah, after seeing Steve Martin in that, like, I remember, like, shortly after, ended up uh, going back and, like, watching The Jerk. Yeah. The jerk is so funny. Yeah, another yeah. one. It's another one of those top like, seventy nine. Yeah, it's like, like that. again one of those five movies yeah. that are in the top ten of all time. Like it's it's, yeah. it's crazy how good the jerk is. Yeah. yeah, that was all Steve Martin too. Yeah, like hundred <laughs> percent. Steve Martin was so good. So I mean, l- listen to the dudes we have off the board already. We got Leslie Nielsen. We got Billy Crystal. We got Matthew Broderick. We got freaking Eddie Murphy. We got Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Chevy Chase. Like, yeah. holy shit. Get all these guys in a party together. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, mix it with our last one. Yeah. I'll go to that party all day. Fucking hey. <laughs> well, to uh, take someone off that last, uh, last pick of yours, I'm going to go with uh, the original Vacation. Okay. Mm. Fucking classic. We talked about it in the uh, d- the dads, like his breakdowns in that movie. <laughs> Chevy Chase's breakdowns in that movie is so fucking good. Yeah. The uh Dude, even th- that whole vacation series, even like up to Vegas vacation, they're all fucking funny. Yeah. Like there wasn't one of the other ones might get taken. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there wasn't a bad one in the bunch, I feel like yeah. to, in my opinion. I don't know. I yeah. just fucking they even kept changing the kids out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it didn't even fucking matter because as long as Chevy Chase was there, you know. I even like the fifth one, the new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, but yeah, it, it's incredible. Like, uh, yeah, there actually could be two more that get taken in in this one. So yeah, I have two on my board. <laughs> so, but yeah, man, just the whole the whole trip and his freak out when, he, especially like. In the, you know, we talked about it before, like, we're gonna need plastic surgery to remove the smiles from our goddamn faces. He fucking brings out the gun at, at Wally World or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> They're just on a mission to have some fun, that's all. Yeah. Not they are, he is. Yeah, he is. <laughs> that's, the, that's the one too where they like, they go down and like the, uh, like the ghetto area, and he's like, "Excuse me, home slice." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "You just gotta know how to talk." Home slice. 
Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah, man. And again, kicking off a great series of movies that I think we're going to have a lot of that of just the starters. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, because that's not even my favorite of the series. Yeah, and then there's actually one. There's one that we could pick that's oh my yeah. favorite it's of not, the series. I, same so, here. Yeah, <laughs> there uh, it is. But at the same time, I I'm kind of I I I'm sitting on that one just because I feel like we might talk about it more in December. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But uh, not to give it away or anything. <laughs> yeah, you kind of did. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I agree. That's that's pro- it's probably my second favorite of the, of the four. But the uh, what else? Um, damn it! I was just going somewhere. Oh, the when he him and his, he gives his son his first beer. He like just takes yeah. a sip and the kid's just chugging it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh fuck! Well, fucking a. Back to back to me already. Nope. Oh wait, you, a, you got one more. I drip. get one more. Shit. Yeah, you got one more. Oh man, I forgot how the, I forgot how drafts work. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Just uh, letting you guys in on a little background. We uh, this is probably the longest break we've had uh, between recording. So. Uh, that's why Drew forgot how to draft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. This has one of the best, I I think, a great comedic actor in it. Actually, several of them. But more importantly, it's probably got the greatest comedic director and writer. And oh, I'm going fuck fucking Spaceballs. God damn it. That's fuck! Just, that's just <laughs> that was, yeah, was going to be my first overall pick, but I took Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. Spaceballs was like... I have so, so much written down for Spaceballs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fucking... Uh, well, you could still pick another Mel Brooks movie. That's, yeah, that's al- the only almost movie. equally as funny. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Great God, pick. What a, what a fucking classic movie. And yeah, like I said, well, John Candy, also, along with Rick Moranis. God, he was so good. I knew it's it. Funny I'm how surrounded I... by assholes. It's... Yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny how he's we... an asshole. He's an asshole. It how re... many of your assholes are in here? It really saddens me that we talk about Rick Moranis as if he's dead, but he just retired. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like... Retired early, too. Yeah, he did. But he was, God, yeah, he was fucking amazing. His Darth helmet couldn't yeah. have been played by anybody else. Like, seriously. No. Yeah, and just like his facials and everything. Yeah. And I mean, Mel Brooks, Rick Moranis, John Candy, Joan Rivers, Bill Pullman. Like, oh, fuck, I forgot Joan Rivers did the played the bot. Yeah, Dot. Yes. Dot, yeah. And it's got the greatest, maybe the greatest comedic scene of all time. In combing the desert. <laughs> Man, we ain't I found shit. So many times as a kid. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, like, and then the black dude had to pick. Yeah. Like, oh fuck. And he's like, you find anything? Man, we ain't found shit. <laughs> like that movie was PG and had like shit and F bombs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. 
I love Crazy. that. I love that ending sequence when the alien pops out of the dude's chest at the bar. Oh, like, yeah, hello, yeah, my yeah. baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my nighttime gal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. dude. Spaceballs is fucking hilarious. We've been jammed. Yeah. <laughs> <Raspberry>. <laughs> and the yogurt. Uh, that, that guy, I love that guy too. Um, the, how much they entered the fourth wall. We talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they had merchandising, merchandising. <laughs> And like, then like, they stop the, the, somewhere during they stop, they're like looking at the camera. They're like, no, he's recording. And like, they would show like in the, the lightsaber scene and then the VHS on the shelf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, fuck, man. Yeah, the whole, it's amazing. It's the same, same combination I have on my luggage. Yeah, just one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, you know what? What? Fuck, fuck you guys then. And I'm about to take three of the biggest badass motherfuckers that ever lived in comedy. I'm taking a horror comedy that's barely horror at all. It's about three guys and eventually a fourth guy that got together to bust some ghosts. Mm. I'm talking fucking Ghostbusters, baby. Yeah, I'm surprised. I thought that would be your your, your first pick. No, well, when Harry Met Sally is that's my definitive comedy. That's like where I I lived and loved for a long time. You know. Yeah. But Ghostbusters, when you talk about adventure comedy. This is the top of the pile every time, all the time, mm-hmm. every fucking time. Uh, you got Bill Murray, you got Dan Aykroyd, you got Harold fucking Ramis, rest in peace. Yep. You know, Ernie Hudson, Rick Moranis, Rick Moranis, fucking A. Yep. You know, it's Gordy uh, Weaver. Yeah, Plus, I, I, Sigourney Weaver, the best female comedian of all time. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I I think too it gave I think it gave everybody in that one line just the best life advice ever. If anybody asks you if you're a god, say yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say this man has no dick. <laughs> Ooh. It's, uh, you know, and, and then Ghostbusters too, I think, I think people shit on it sometimes, but I don't understand why, because I almost, I almost like it more than the first. Oh, really? I, I mean, I love them both, yeah. um, like so much, you couldn't love anything anymore, mm-hmm. but I don't know, the second one to me has more memorable lines. Well, no, it doesn't. They both have the same amount of memorable lines. Yeah. <laughs> so how can you shit on it? You know what I mean? It's so good. They're all so good. I think, yeah, the old- so the only thing I'd say about this one is um, this is one that I watched some stuff back, and I was like, it's an entertaining movie. It's a great movie, but it wasn't as much comedy as I felt I remembered it being. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, uh, it, Bill Murray is Bill Murray is the is the wisecracking comic. Yeah. Yeah. Like relief. Yeah. And then Dan Aykroyd is kind of the buffoonery guy. Yeah. And then Harold Ramis, of course, is the straight man. But, like, as far as comedy goes, it's written to perfection. 
Yeah, and I think that's I think that's where it where the disconnect I guess would be with critics I guess, but like mm-hmm. too I, I I agree, but because I think mainly because I was a kid when both of them came out. Yeah. But I think like two was maybe more geared for a younger audience than the first one. But man, that full that whole scene in the first one where he's doing the cards or it's like, oh, just amazing. <laughs> Dude, just Bill Murray's talk show, his, his science yeah. talk show. And it's so oh, yeah, yeah. Funny. Uh, the, the, and the, Stay Puft is badass. I'll, I'll stay there forever. <laughs> yeah, I know. Dude, it's so fucking good. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I love it when they go into the mayor's office. And yeah. Cats and dogs living together, mass hysteria. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. I don't know. I love the way Bill Murray talks to that to that guy that's trying to shut him down. Yeah, the whole time. It's it's so funny to me. It's great. And even like the female Ghostbusters movie, I loved it. I thought it was fucking. Oh, did you? Yeah, I thought it was fucking hilarious. Okay, I yeah. wasn't so keen on it. Really? No, yeah. I it, I just I don't know. It just. It fucking killed didn't me. resonate to me. I uh, yeah, I don't know. I I laughed my ass off in that, and then uh, actually, I love Chris Hemsworth in it. Yeah. Oh, he's a, yeah. <laughs> I love I love when people do that. Like they just do a character you wouldn't expect them yeah. to. Yeah. So yeah, I I agree. That was that was hilarious. My uh, Ghostbusters love goes it it runs real deep. I actually just got for my birthday the Lego Ghostbusters firehouse. It's like, okay. it's like a $400 fucking Lego set that's, it stands about half my height <laughs> off the ground. And I, I haven't, wow. all I've done so far is open the box because I'm, I'm just afraid that it's going to take me, it's, I'm really going to have to dive into this thing, you know? <laughs> I'm gonna have to, what's up? What's that? No, 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 keep going. I was just going to say, I'm going to have to focus like literally all my attention for a full week on this just to get it done. <laughs> But, it's hilarious. Yeah. That's, that's awesome though. I, yeah, definitely I want to see that thing built. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to get okay, it. You uh, should do a, a time lapse video. Yeah. I should. Oh, that uh, would be cool. I, uh. Cool shit. I've also been like for the past year or so debating getting a tattoo. And, cause I, okay. don't, I don't have any tattoos, you know, so, uh. Yeah. It's been between a Back to the Future themed, like, kind of, Mon- montage style Spoiler. tattoo or a Ghostbusters. So I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure which one I want to go with, but I think both of the, this is kind of a weird conversation. I don't know, but no, I'll get you guys. No, in, no, no, no. I like it. But I think both of the movies have color schemes that would be fun in a tattoo, like vibrant, yeah. like Slimer with that bright, bright green and green. Yeah. And then back to the future, you know, you can have like the fucking neon blues and the, I don't know, like all that eighties, like real poppy colors. Yeah. So it just wouldn't be the Ghostbusters logo. You would, you would incorporate slime and, uh, stay puffed. Yeah. Well, I want to do like a, like a fucking collage type of okay. deal. Maybe like a half sleeve. Yeah, so kind of like uh, if you go to our website, everybody, thedraftpod.com, um, there's a cartoons one that has a whole bunch of stuff that you did um, or that you took from somewhere. I don't know. Uh, that has a whole bunch of stuff like mixed in as the main picture for when you go into the cartoons pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that, but with like 
Ghostbusters and Back to the Future and who knows, maybe some other well, yeah, animated type thing. I would probably, if I did like a half sleeve tattoo, it would be just a Ghostbusters, just the Ghostbusters collage of like maybe have the car in there and have Slimer flying in the background yeah. and have the firehouse and maybe the three guys are mm-hmm. I got shooting you. their proton packs or just whatever. I don't know. I have to. Well, we got the guy to do it. Everybody go see Jeremy Beeler, downtown Bradenton. Yeah. Or uh, go see tattoo guy or go see Caleb Krieg, Mark of the machine. Well, there you go. See him too. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was going to give a shout out to our boy, Kevin Truex, who in high school, Created the Ghostbuster mobile out of his car. Oh, really? You remember that? No, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. He drove it in Homecoming uh, Parade. Oh, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he had a car that looked similar to that, and then he just Ghostbustered it out big time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's fucking awesome. awesome. I, I should do that. I, have a, I just have a white card. It looks nothing like it, but I should just do that anyway. <laughs> Hell yeah, you should. I uh, I went to wash my car the other day, and there's a laundromat next door, and I saw this dude getting out of a, like, it looked like a 1991 Ford Explorer, but he turned it into the 60s Batmobile. Like, he painted it Ooh. that yellow and blue, and yeah. he put, like, the big yeah. the big old bat symbol in big red. Like, <laughs> he created, like, this this whole fucking, like, emblem thing yeah. that he stuck on a spoiler that he put on the back. It was fucking crazy, <laughs> but, yeah. But he was also at a laundromat, so <laughs> probably spends all his money doing that. <laughs> you see where his life <laughs> where decisions he spent went. His money. <laughs> uh, Damn. Um... So you took my number two pick, Drew, mm-hmm. uh, which was potentially going to be my number one. And I got to space balls. Find, yeah, I got to find another one that to me defined my '80s movie watching experience. And James, you mentioned the drive-in theater. I grew up in uh, North Carolina in the mountains until I was about fourth, fifth grade. And all of the movies that I saw as a kid during, I don't know, three, four to, you know, seven or no, 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 probably like 10 or some shit like that. Um, they were all at this drive-in movie theater. So I saw a lot of double back-to-backs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they would play the movies back-to-back. Um, so like this is one of those movies I got to see and this dude – was in the first overall pick from Drew, and we're talking Leslie Nielsen. I have to take Naked Gun. Oh, uh, fucking a! Yeah, from the police, from the files of Police Squad. Yeah, so OJ, um, while not so good of a dude, um, <laughs> I loved OJ Simpson as a kid, and I'm a huge sports fan. And it didn't start from sports; it started from Naked Gun. And then I started watching some of his, like, his football stuff. Um, like, the scene in the beginning where he just kept getting shot and he wouldn't die and just the <laughs> slapstick comedy. Yeah, I just, uh, I just started watching that because I was like, oh, I want to watch this one when I was going through, like, picking out movies. And I called James in and I was like, all right, so I started watching this, but you have to just see this scene where he just, 
fucking burns his hand on the stove and hits yeah. his head on the pipe, puts his foot in a bear trap, and like, <laughs> just so fucking falls then, off the boat in yeah. water. Like, what was his name? Nordberg. Nordberg. Nord- yeah. Nordberg. Yeah. And then like the whole time, like. Even, like, throughout the movie, like, when he's in the hospital room, they keep, like, fucking with, the, like, the bed. Bed pulls up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then that guy goes in there to kill him, and he uh, tries to, like, he ends up going flying against the wall. <laughs> uh, there, there's so many... What's that? I was gonna say it comes back at the end too when he when he falls down all the stairs at the baseball game. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 he's in the wheelchair or whatever. There, there's just so many scenes that you can point out. The whole movie is a highlight package. Oh yeah, yep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Leslie Nielsen was so good at that slapstick comedy, and he did it with a straight face, like mm-hmm. a a dry straight face, which which made it even better. Um, the student driver, where he gets <laughs> into the student driver car, and like they they reverse it, and then the the teachers like. Extend your arm, now extend your finger, you know? Um, but my favorite scene, this is, you know, I've, 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 I probably say this a lot, whatever. This is one of my favorite scenes of all time. Like, that, like I, I just, I don't know why this one sticks out in my mind. But when he went to fight, like, the evil powers or whatever, yeah, um, and he took the thing and just wiped off Gorbachev's uh, head. Oh the, yeah, the yeah, first yeah. Part. Yeah. Like I just thought that was the funniest thing as a kid. <laughs> I love uh, I love in that movie just the, the whole umpire scene when he's like strike, oh, and man. then he just starts getting into it. And he's he's dancing. <laughs> yeah. He's like and he's going patting out. everybody. Yeah, down. but he's like as he's calling like doing a strike. He's like doing this like backswing, and then he like goes turns around to do the punch out, and he, he like just punches like the coach in the face. <laughs> oh man, dude, yeah, this, this movie was just. I mean, the Reggie Jackson scene. Yeah, so the, hilarious. The Naked Guns are all so funny. Yeah, like. Every single one of them. And I love their numbering system. Naked gun two and a half. Naked gun 33 and a third. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. God, yeah. We should do a... We should do... After this, we should just go right into a 90s one, and I guarantee these will be picked. (laughs) They will. I swear, yeah. There it is. We're going to do a 90s comedy one just right after it. Fucking A. Oh, that sounds awesome. All right. So... (laughs) So we're back to me, huh? Yeah. Oh wait, no, I have the second. Pick. Oh, you got another pick. Oh yeah. Fuck. That only that was oh, only one. Shit. You better not take what I'm thinking. I'll, I'm going to think of something else so I don't transfer my my thought to you. Okay. okay. Um. All right. Well. So I took this. Yeah. Fuck it. I took this dude with the first overall pick. I'm taking him again with my third pick. And I have to take <laughs> one of my favorite comedies that there's ever been. It's just ten Eddie Murphy movies. <laughs> naked <laughs> yeah. Gun and nine, I can do that. nine Eddie Murphy movies and then yeah. Naked Gun. <laughs> I can seriously do that. But um, I have to take Coming to America. Dude, fuck yeah, you do. Coming to America. Uh, the royal penis is clean, your highness. Like, uh, that one still sticks out to me. Proud, ludicrous even put it in a song at the beginning of a song. Yeah, Bone, um, Bone used that. Yo, rent's due, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh. 
the good morning, my neighbors. Fuck you. <laughs> you, Fuck you too. <laughs> uh, dude, I love the Soul Glow commercial. That just <laughs> that scene where they all they're all like sitting on the couch. They all get up and there's like that. The, the spot, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, uh, McDowell's or whatever. Yeah. I think that's what it's called. It's a knockoff McDonald's. McDonald's. Yeah, oh god. McDonald's been coming after me all these years. <laughs> oh man, Arsenio Hall, James Earl Jones, Samuel L. Jackson made an appearance. What was because when he went in to go go rob the the uh, restaurant and uh, yeah. Eddie Murphy un, unscrews the, the mop handle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, 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 yeah. And the other dude, the Soul Glow dude's like, I would have helped you, but I was holding a coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we actually, we talked about the, uh, I forget what episode it was, but the bad uh, on movie, or I mean on TV, you know, the dub overs. Yeah, uh, and uh, that that actually that scene I remember as a kid because it was like somebody says something and Samuel Jackson's like, "Man, fuck you," oh. and uh, he just goes, <laughs> "Forget you." <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> yeah, this is one of my favorite comedies. Oh for yeah, sure. Coming to America great, was dude. so amazing. It's fucking great. Um. All right, well, so now we're back to me. And you didn't steal my thoughts, so thank you for that. Uh, with my next pick, I'm going to say, I'm going to start off by saying Alex Winter is coming. Damn it. So is Keanu Reeves. <laughs> so is George Carlin. I'm going with Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, 1989. That was going to be my next pick. <laughs> I swear to you, that, that that movie is incredible. That's another movie that I would love to have a tattoo from. <laughs> yeah, Ted, Theodore, Logan, Bill S. Preston. Bill S. Preston, Esquire. Yeah, Esquire, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wild Stallions, yeah. Jeez, Napoleon, Billy the Kid. I'm going to call them Socrates. <laughs> uh, Sigmund Freud, Genghis Khan, Joan of Arc, Abe Lincoln, Beethoven. Fucking Abe Lincoln, dude. Be excellent to each other. Party on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the movie, I love when movies culminate with a speech at the end. Yeah. You know, and this movie has one of those like, like where it's just like this moving fucking thing. You really do. You love it. I love that. I fucking yeah. love it so much. I love like a really intense, like heart pounding, happy, good <laughs> motivational speech in a movie. Like, uh, there's, oh, what's that fucking movie? It's Jonah Hill and, um, that underrated, uh, actor who I can't even fucking think of his name now. Uh, he is underrated. Black haired kid from, uh, oh god, why can't I think of his name? Justin Long. Anyways. You okay. Know, have you ever seen yeah. the movie Accepted? Yeah. Yes. At the end of Accepted, Justin Long makes this fucking speech that like, it makes me motivated to want to get up and fucking like conquer life. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't know. I, I love, I, I do love that. It's a big thing. And you get me. that same speech in Bill and Ted's. Yeah. <laughs> and Billy Crystal at the end of When Harry Met Sally, he runs up to her at that New Year's Eve party and 
Okay. He gives her that big fucking speech, you know, about how they need to be together. It's like, <laughs> it's amazing. All right, movies, you see what you do to yeah. James. <laughs> so, More yeah. speeches, please. More speeches. God. Don't was, make them good. Like, Don't make a stupid speech. Like, what, another one of my, again, whatever, I'll say it a lot, uh, is uh, Napoleon eating the ice cream. Yeah. He gets so excited. <laughs> like, whatever yeah. it was, Ziggy Zaggy or something. Oh, yeah. man. And then when Genghis so Khan good. gets the hockey gear. Yes. Yeah, fucking loves hockey. Yeah, dude. I, I, the villain Ted's is so fucking good. And then George Carlin is so fucking good in that movie as Rufus. Yeah, I swear is. to God. It's like, ah, I, and I, they're talks that they're going to do another one. Really? Which I think would be really cool. I don't know. We'll see, but yeah, I'd be a hundred percent down with that. There's, there's, they've been talking about it for a long time, but an article came out just like two or two or three weeks ago where they said that there's an approved script now. So, yeah. would it be different people or would it be the same guy? No, it'd be Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves. Of course, George Carlin wouldn't be there, but right. I think it's. Uh, I don't know if it would be their kids or or how it would happen, but. Somebody might have been, and it might have been Keanu was just on Nerdist talking about this, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it was him because it was maybe around the John Wick 2 time. Yeah. Or, okay. It had to have been his last movie that came out. And yeah, I think if you search that out, I think they talk about it in that, about how, like, you know, Hardwick was like, it'd be so fucking good. He's like, yeah, we kind of wanted to talk about it. So it's probably why it's out there again. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I know it's been like for a couple of years now. I you always hear talks, you know, but I actually read that there was an approved script. Actually, so. no, I don't know. I don't think it was Keanu. It was Andy Samberg's last thing on Nerd. Oh, really? Yeah, Samberg was saying how he wants to get it going. Oh, I think so, dude. That would be sick if the Lonely Island. Yeah, if they got a piece it? of that, like, yeah. like if they directed it or something, or oh man, fuck, you know. He's so good. Yeah, man. yeah. That was yeah. A, that was a great interview because they just kept talking about old shit anyway. So yeah, I, everybody, I that's, go check that out. Definitely. All right. Killer pick. That one hurts. <laughs> God, you guys have taken two picks that absolutely hurt, hurt in Spaceballs and Bill and Ted's. Yeah. Is this uh, back to me for two? Is that where we're at? I think mm-hmm. so. I just gotta fucking pick them. Um, oh, you, damn it, you fucking took that one off the board. <laughs> come, it's coming to America. Um, alright. Well, come on, guys. This is a movie who, that stars probably the greatest actor of the 80s. And his name is Steve fucking Gutenberg. <laughs> damn and I'm it. talking about Police Academy. OG. Which one? Number one. The first one. Yes! Uh, <laughs> Andy's still got one on the board. Hell yeah. Uh, Woo! Well, I think he has like four on the board, technically. Ah, <laughs> uh, there's seven. But not in the 80s. <laughs> right, 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 yeah. right, right. Uh, I haven't seen the seventh one. When did one. the I first one come out? there was a seventh one. 84. Oh, wow. Yeah. God, it's so fucking funny, too. Yeah. Man. 
Gutenberg, like the the first time you see him on screen, and he's in that fucking rental that, or that car parking lot booth. Oh, he's mm-hmm. so fucking he's, cool when he parks it on the his first. Side. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that, that whole scene is just so funny for like the like introducing you to his character, yeah. like the Mahoney. Like you, you get Mahoney right away. Yeah. Like it's fucking great. Yeah. Oh man, just the way like all those characters come together. Uh, yeah. Fucking Hightower were. Oh, uh, Hightower is <laughs> so amazing. Yeah. Hightower was an NFL player. Yeah. And then the the girl with the real like light squeaky voice. Hooks. And she, yeah. And then she's like, Hooks. Yeah, yeah. Put it down, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> yeah. You can see a pair, a pair of tits in the first movie. Yeah. Yeah, is it the, it's the one blonde lady, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her name's, uh. Callahan. Callahan. Yeah. Fucking A. Yeah, you do. I I always forget about that character, too, that she ends up like, the like, he's supposed to be like the suave, like, uh, Don Juan Casanova Mm -hmm. character. I always forget about him until I watch him. Like, oh yeah, this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's all, Mahoney's also that. Yeah. Just, he's funny and clever at the same time. Man, there's so many good characters. That whole that whole scene where uh the commissioner's giving that speech and he's got the hooker underneath the podium. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he just pokes his head out like at the end and he's like, Oh god <laughs> Tackleberry's amazing. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think that guy died in real life. R- oh, did he? R. I. P. Tackleberry. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. And then my favorite one was Winslow. Oh yeah, Fuck far and away. Yeah. As a kid, he was such like I don't know all the voices, all the shit that he did. Yeah, he's kind of got like a, a reemergence going on now. Oh, does he? Yeah, like he's doing. Uh, I know that he was recently at the local comedy club in our area, but uh, he's definitely still doing stand up. I'll tell you what he. Uh... I like him so much. He made his my last two picks. So, because <laughs> oh. he was in Spaceballs, he was in Spaceballs. <laughs> the That's what I was the talking about. The Radar Jam thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, one of my favorite '80s guys was in that movie. The fucking a, that yeah, yeah. Fuck. Uh, I'm uh, trying to figure you didn't out. Take my police academy, so I'm happy. I'm trying to figure out if I should. I don't know how you you fuckers are picking. It's crazy um just take it and we'll ridicule you now no 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 it won't be a ridicule it's just which Ah. one do i take because i don't want my other one getting all right i'll go with this one because if andy's gonna fill up his team with this i need to get one of them so i'm going fucking and i love this movie Damn it, you're gonna take it. Dirty? No, probably not. Uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Oh, yes! Oh, that's a funny fucking movie. That movie is so good. The, the scene where Steve Martin is playing the, uh, I guess he's like a slow guy. You remember when he's at the dinner table and he's like throwing temper tantrums and he's like, Splashes water all over the oh, place yeah. and shit. Oh, yeah. fuck, mm-hmm. that shit makes me laugh, laugh so fucking I, the, hard. The scene where, uh, He's pretending his legs don't work. 
<laughs> and what's his name's like he Michael Caine pretends to be the doctor that has it. He's got that fucking yeah. like wand or whatever. He's like he's slapping him. <laughs> no, he's crying. He's so happy. God, that movie was so good. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, so I I'll, I'll, I'll leave that movie for that other one for you. But yeah, that uh man, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels is so funny. I I don't I for me it's it's just I don't know, it's I guess it's may, maybe way higher than I should have, but I fucking love that movie. When it's I was not a kid. it's not. Yeah. No, I, I think I it's one of the funniest one of the funniest eighties comedies for sure. It's well, uh, yeah. That that was the the whole deal was they were trying to take advantage of old rich women, right? And, yeah. Like steal their yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well and then there was the whole thing with the jackal. There was like they they each thought the other one was the jackal or whatever, oh. and it ends up being that lady. Okay. That they're yeah, yeah 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 yeah. All right. Every time I think about dirty rotten scoundrels, I think about Robin Leach. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I don't know why I associate dirty rotten scoundrels scoundrels and like the lifestyles of the rich and the famous. <laughs> like I just I don't know why I just associate kinda, those two. Yeah. That's where it all the, takes The movie place. setting for Dirty Rotten Scoundrels was incredible. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen the movie Heartbreakers? That was with uh, Sigourney Weaver and Jennifer Love Huge Tits. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I was yeah. thinking Jawbreaker. Wrong movie. Yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> wrong movie. Uh, Heartbreakers is actually a really funny movie, but... Uh, and it's well, actually, it had the great comedian Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, it had the funniest female <laughs> comedian of all time. <laughs> but uh, Heartbreakers was... Like the female version of Dirty Rotten mm. Scoundrels, as they mm. those two would take advantage of rich men, and okay, steal their money. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, fucking a, fucking a. Oh, them so much. I guess it's back to me then, huh? Yeah. Well, shit. All right. Well, I'm gonna go with. Uh, <sighs> I gotta get John Candy somewhere on my list. Because uh, he's or yeah. somewhere on my team. Because he's, you know, uh, a heavy hitter. No pun intended. Big um, pun. But there's two. There's two movies of his that I'd love to pick right now. But I'm gonna go with uh, him and Steve Martin, Planes, Trains, yep. and Automobiles. Love it. I gotta have a plane movie since this is a airplane draft. <laughs> <laughs> Those two together, man. So great. Uh, that whole... Oh, God. The rental car. Yeah. You know, part yeah. where... <laughs> fucking... <laughs> I want the fucking keys to the fucking car. The fucking... <laughs> I want it right fucking now. <laughs> oh, the cuddle scene. The yeah, cuddle scene. the cuddle scene, yeah. I hate to tell you, but... He's like, you're holding my hand. You're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, My God. hands between two pillows. <laughs> Some pillows. <laughs> two pillows. <laughs> oh fuck! Uh, fuck you. You're going the wrong way. How do they know which way we're going? <laughs> oh man, that's the scene. Planes, trains, and automobiles is so fun. John Hughes, dude, that guy was amazing. That's the that's the movie too where they uh they fucking throw this. He's like, you can't smoke in the car or whatever. And he ends up. <laughs> Burning the whole stuff. Yeah. yeah. He just throws it into the backseat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, John Candy had to be one of the most lovable actors of all time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He like, was, I think that, uh, 
like before Chris Farley, John Candy was like the go-to fat man, you know? Yeah, I get, yeah. I mean, it was, it was Belushi and Candy. Well, Belushi was just, Belushi. He was different though, yeah, yeah. Belu- and Belushi died really, really before he got to do anything. Yeah, I think. You know, I mean, he did Blues Brothers and, and Animal House, Animal House but like, he really didn't yeah. have a lot of time to, to like, really make a mark, you know? Right, right, right. John Candy, he still died pretty young. I mean, of a heart attack, but, but he, he did so many movies, dude. So many. Like, and they're all so fucking good. I know. You could go back and watch John Candy's movie catalog and you'd be entertained for fucking months. Like, it's probably (laughs) one that people hate on all the time, but I'm a huge King Ralph fan. Yeah. (laughs) King Ralph is a funny movie. John Goodman. Isn't that John Goodman? Yeah, that's John Goodman. Yeah, or good, Goodman. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's John Kenny in that? And then I was like, no, he's not. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I literally used so to yeah, do Yeah, Andy loves kid, John too. Candy. <laughs> I, I did this as a kid. I used to mess up Candy and Goodman all the time. Oh, really? I, I promise you that was a thing that I did. And, uh, I just did it again as a 34-year-old man. Oh, I, yeah, you did. You know what, I, what one is really good is uh, The Babe. That was a good John Candy. Movie. Oh, fuck, I know. <laughs> okay, Jesus. I know that's good. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, I love that Can't show that you. John Candy was in. Roseanne? Oh, so funny. Yeah. <laughs> he made my number one pick. <laughs> Goodman was incredible. Oh, oh, oh yeah, Goodman in Home Alone is the uh, sympathetic polka guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh man, damn me. So John Goodman and Steve Martin playing strains and automobiles. <laughs> <laughs> but he had that lovable thing about him. Literally, as soon as he, he he, whenever you saw him on screen, you would just get happy. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know what I'm yeah, because he was just he was so quick and funny and. And just goofy and sweet. Oh God! I just you just want to eat him, you know? Like candy. Because he's candy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he's a, a good man. Like a good man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's me. Um, yeah. You know what? I am going to go back to the well. And take another Eddie Murphy movie. Oh, fucking hey, are you kidding me? Uh, <laughs> and this one is one of the best 80s movies that there is, comedy or not. And I'm talking about Dan Aykroyd, Eddie Murphy, Jamie Lee Curtis, Trading Places. It's a funny fucking movie. Yes, it is. Yeah. I think you see Jamie. Dukes made that dollar bet. What's that? Don't you see Jamie Lee Curtis's titties in that too? Yes. Ooh. Yeah. You yeah. Do. do you? Yeah. yeah that, okay. She. Uh, I remember she, she played she, a prostitute. <laughs> yeah, she changes. Why do I always turn this into Mr. Skin? <laughs> hey, man, I get it. Because that's what, like, so everybody may not know, um, but James worked at um, uh, a movie store uh, for a while. Yeah. And Hollywood I remember. Video. I remember we would have conversations all the time. You would you would just hit me with it. You'd be like, "Oh, you want to see this person's titties? You want to check out this?" Movie? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Uh, I was Mr. Skin before, but, uh, you know, because I didn't have access, like, when I, when we were kids, we didn't have access to porn, so. No. All that you had were those little fucking flashes yeah. of titties in R-rated movies, yeah. you know? So. We had major and, conversations about it, too. And I like to jerk off, all right? So fucking <laughs> hey, give me a break, all right? And. <laughs> More specifically, he liked to jerk off to titties. <laughs> Together. <laughs> Fucking A. <laughs> but, uh, anything yeah. more on coming to or changing places? <laughs> One of the early scenes where Eddie Murphy's begging for money, the cops come up, they like pick him up, his legs drop, and he's like, my eyes, my eyes, I can see, I have legs. It's <laughs> <laughs> a miracle. Oh, fuck. Oh, man. And Aykroyd and Murphy, so the, the interview I was talking about was the trading places people, and so they were talking about if you could trade places with someone. That's that's why uh, oh, okay. the Prince came up. Yeah, uh, I just didn't want to give it away because I wanted to make sure I got this movie. Um, but yeah, the the bet with uh, the Dukes for a dollar, and then Aykroyd and Murphy came back around, made the dollar bet. Aykroyd was incredible in this movie too. Oh yeah, it was really his movie. Eddie Murphy was kind of like a side character, but still very funny in it. Yeah. Because this was yeah. one of Eddie Murphy's first movies. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, this was 1983. Yeah. I, we, I was one year old when this movie came out. Same. Yeah, so. Drew, you were uh, like... Really had well, a, I was probably well, somewhere the time. there. This movie really had an effect on me when I was just a baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't... I probably wasn't born when it came out. <laughs> Drew, if, it, if it came out in the summer, I wasn't born yet. Drew was just Drew was sperm. 27 when this movie came out. He was, was just a sperm flown in a sack. No, I was... Ready to be ejaculated I was, on... I was already... <laughs> I was ejaculated into a uh, egg at uh, about Christmas of 82, so... Well, maybe... Oh, so you were, all, you were chilling in a womb. Yeah, I was just... Maybe your dad saw a preview of the movie of Jamie Lee Curtis's titties. <laughs> That's probably that what it was. That could be true. That could be true, you know? I doubt it had anything to do with the fact that it was my mom's birthday. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you only get sex on your birthdays. <laughs> the kind of details you only get from the giraffe pot. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I have two brothers. They're all, we're all within like three weeks of each other in between September and October. I don't know why you would even know so, that. Well, you just do the math. But I never even thought to think, oh, when did my parents fuck to have me? <laughs> I ne I've never wanted to do I've, that. Yeah, I've felt, never thought about that. Felt the urge to even look back that far. I, I do it with almost every pregnancy I hear about. <laughs> oh, when did, <laughs> when did they fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Good People lord. Facebook are putting, uh, we're pregnant, having a kid, and then your comment is just like, so where did you conceive and how was it done? <laughs> <laughs> uh like he, I, he just puts the, the December. He just puts the year and month. Oh, he just writes that. Oh, they're like, "What is that?" And they're like, "Well, that's probably the day that you guys I, uh, year and month that you guys fucked." <laughs> I imagine that, uh, uh, like, like James, his his mother really liked Thanksgiving. 
Oh God! All right, that's just... <laughs> all right. So my all next right. pick, Andy, your mom probably liked Christmas. <laughs> hey man, hey, hey, hey. hey. they do love I mean, Christ. Christmas is a great time. <laughs> Andy's parents do love Christ. So, <laughs> oh God! <laughs> um, hey, uh, hey, Andy's mom. I'm Andy's dad. It's it's <laughs> no. Christmas time, and we both love Christ. Hey, come sit on my dick in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Okay. Um. He's if if uh, Andy were to go back in time to uh, Christmas 1982, he would see his mommy doing something else with Santa Claus. <laughs> I saw mommy sucking daddy's balls. <laughs> oh, well, I guess. Uh, the next pick I'm going to take is big. <laughs> oh, fuck you. That was going to be my Tom Hanks movie. Fuck. Yeah. Damn it. That's what you get. That's fuck. what you get. You set that up. I was going to take something else, and then I went big. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I deserve it then. Fuck uh, me. The big was, like, if you weren't, so it was 1988. I was six. If you weren't a kid and were watching Big and were like, damn, I want to be big. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. Like, I just wanted to get big. I wanted to go, um, you know, I think that's the first reason I wanted to, to go to New York is was to go to, like, some toy store and just dance on an oversized piano. <laughs> and that's know? been that's been – like redone in so many different movies too. Yeah. And most recently the night before Seth Rogen Christmas movie. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And you know, that was just, you know, for Rogen, that was just a complete shout out to big. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. 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 Like it's just paying homage. Um, oh, yeah. God. Which is a great store by the way, everybody. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's, it, the the rap that was fantastic from from what i understand tom hanks uh wanted something to add and uh his kid or something had been at a summer camp and had that rap and then so that's how he came up the the shimmy shimmy coco pop oh really <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah oh man uh yeah i was kind of were you guys sad when he went to kind of become a boy again. Yeah. I was, yeah. Yeah. I didn't want him to be a boy. I wanted him to be big and stay yeah. big. I wanted him to Plus, I felt bad for that. I felt bad for that full-grown woman who fell in love with a eight-year-old yeah. boy. <laughs> 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 uh, but. Yeah, that movie's so good. Yeah, sometimes I'll go, like, uh, there's a Zoltar machine at this arcade kind of around here, and, uh. Every time I put, every time I swipe my card, because now everything's electronic, <laughs> I, I always wish to be big every time I do it. And, yeah. And then it just gives you a horoscope. <laughs> yeah, it just gives me my horoscope. <laughs> yeah. And, then, and I, then I look down and realize I'm already big. <laughs> it's just sad. You know, it's a sad thing. Uh, thanks a lot, Tom Hanks. For giving me hope and then taking it away. <laughs> Old Tom Hanks was, uh, it was ripped up in that movie. Yeah. 
Like, he was 1988's ripped, you know? Yeah. He wasn't like 2017 ripped. Okay, Ryan Reynolds with your extra stuff you're putting into your beautiful body. Um, <laughs> but he was, he was 1988 ripped, you know? Yeah. He was. So you, oh, yeah. you like Tom Hanks' body and. In... in 1988. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So after you go visit I your. I was six and be like, damn, Tom. <laughs> after you go visit your parents in 82, you can hit by, you can stop by Hollywood 1988 and go and perv on uh, Tom Hanks. You can yanks to 88 Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Yanks and 88 Hanks. That's a shirt. <laughs> Fucking A. Alright, we're back to me, huh? Yeah, I'm done with my Eddie Murphy movies, by the way. Oh, really? <laughs> Alright, well, I guess, uh, since you took away my Tom Hanks, uh, starring movie, I'm gonna go with a Movie that's helmed. I have a movie with Chevy Chase in it, but this is helmed by Chevy Chase. He's the star of the movie. And, uh, this movie is about a journalist. It's kind of yeah. like, he's kind of like a white Axel Foley, <laughs> to be honest with you. And I'm going with Fletch. Yeah. Fletch is incredible. Fletch is so fucking good. Uh, Fletch lives also good. Yeah, it is. It's actually, that movie I think gets a lot of hate too, but it's really fucking yeah. funny, I think. Yep. So, I don't know. Fletch, man. I don't know what to say about it. It's just, it's just fucking great. I'm trying to think yeah. of, I know I have quotes that I've said in the past, but I, I don't know. I don't know why everything's, uh, falling away right now. Moon River. <laughs> <laughs> I keep thinking of Funny Farm right now. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. What was Funny Farm? It was, uh, he was a writer, I believe. And then he, um, they moved out to this farm and he was just working at this, like, it was like, I remember the house and I yeah. remember just a shitload of property and I remember he was writing and there was like all kinds of funny stuff that was happening. I always mix up Funny Farm with Money Pit. Money Pit was oh. that Tom Hanks movie where the house keeps falling apart. Mm -hmm. Okay. But Funny Farm, I remember there's like a bunch of like house gags. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I always mix them up. It's kind of like your John Candy, John Goodman thing. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> but Fletch, so what, what was cool about Chevy and Fletch, I think, I think Chevy in, inspired Vince Vaughn. Oh, definitely. He's you know that, what I'm saying, that like just talking. that style. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was the thing about Fletch. The Fletch character was that he was just so smooth. Yeah, like everybody just melted in his fucking in the palm of his hand, you know. And how quick witted he was. Yeah, yeah. He's a badass. I love Cherry Chase. I wish he wasn't He's such an amazing. asshole. Yeah, he he. It was crazy. <laughs> he would go from the the National Lampoon movies. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, three amigos and then, and then Fletch and like, like all different styles of characters, um, that he just owned. And another movie that we haven't taken that whatever, it's going to get taken. It's just the only reason it didn't get taken yet is because I took it number one in the 
or I think I took it number one in the sports podcast or something. Yeah, there's a couple of those movies that are floating out there that we've yeah that we've about. taken yeah. before, yeah. and it's not that yeah. we don't like those movies. It's just that we've taken them in other podcasts, so they'll get taken at least in honorable mentions, maybe. Mm-hmm. But it's not that we hate them. It's just that we want to introduce new shit. Yeah. You know who else is a lot like uh, Chevy Chase is uh, is Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. He's kind of got that same swagger, that Chevy Chase swagger to him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like- and interesting enough, Chevy was kind of like a – he was low-key a heartthrob back then, you know? Oh, he was. Yeah, he was a fucking pure ladies' man. I – the thing about uh, Chevy Chase, though, is that I think that I think people saw the way he was funny and wrote to those wrote to the like his strengths. But mm-hmm. then he, I think, took his characters to heart and like embodied those strengths and then became the asshole that he is today. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like he thought, oh, I'm untouchable. Oh, everyone loves me. Oh, I can talk my way out of anything. And then yep. next thing you know, he's an asshole. Right. So poor Chevy. Yeah. No, hey. Yeah. Well, you know what's you know what else is kind of like funny? We're talking about these 80s movies, and I would say there was a shift in how people viewed movies. I think in the 80s, we talk about all these stars, Leslie Nielsen. Eddie Murphy, Chevy Chase, uh, guys like that. And I think people were actually writing movies to fit the actor back then as opposed to um, writing movies and then getting an actor later. Right. Right. Yeah. I you agree. know what I'm They're saying? writing movies for the actor. Yeah. 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 Like they had the guy in mind. Yep. Yeah. Well, plus, and it was a lot of like, it was a lot of like people's friends writing movies for those people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Or like, for instance, Ghostbusters. I mean, Harold Ramis and Dan Aykroyd wrote the script for Billy Murray, Mur- Bill Murray, Harold Ramis, and Dan Aykroyd. You know what I mean? So like, they knew exactly who they were writing for and what they were writing about. Right. So. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Through So. <sighs> And I was kind of, I was having the same debate James was having just a little bit ago, and that's probably why neither one of them were picked before this. I was just kind of waiting to hopefully one would eliminate him, and he did. So with my pick, I'm going with the other John Candy, and I'm going Uncle fucking Buck. Such a fucking classic movie. I wanted that too. Um, Especially for, I had... I had an uncle that we used to just literally call Uncle Buck. Like, he had that car. Like, that was, like, his story. Like, it's crazy. And now I have ashes. But, uh... uh, Oh, God, that's the guy? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Andy, Andy. We gotta tell this story. Drew gets a package one day, opens it up. It's a bag. It's a Ziploc bag filled with somebody's ashes. Like, a remains... (laughs) and what his family did was this guy died cremated him and then they separated his ashes into little baggies and shipped him out to the whole family (laughs) 
Is yeah. that the craziest thing you've ever heard? I don't. I don't mean to laugh, but there wasn't even yeah. a note or anything. It was oh, just there, no, a there, bag of ashes. No, that's there, it. Like it was like figure there, it out. No, there was. There was a no. It's it a was, puzzle quest. It was a no. It was just. But it was still like like he sent, and then he my my dad like sent pictures like of him in the casket and stuff because we couldn't make it to the funeral. I'm like, oh, this is the weirdest thing you've ever sent me. Like. Uh, then Drew, right did when he got see, it, did you see the ashes before you saw the note? I think so. The, what yeah. Drew did, like right what after, what was your initial reaction? Right after he read I the was note, like, what the fuck is this? Right after he read the note, he pulled out a straw and he snorted the ashes all up, <laughs> fucking snorted them all. Oh god, it was fucking horrifying. <laughs> now you'll always be inside <laughs> me. Yeah. It's part of him. The only way, yeah. the only way those ashes leave him is through excrement. Which they oh, can use man. to make fertilizer, which creates more life. <laughs> I mean, so, I guess at least you didn't, uh, you know, the the uh, uh, the dude movie. Fuck, Big Lebowski. Big, but at least you didn't Big Lebowski it where you blow it in the wind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it just comes right all back on you. But where so are you? Still have that? Well, yeah. Where are the ashes now? Uh, I believe they're somewhere. You have them still. I think so. <laughs> but you don't know. So one day you'll clean your room and you'll find this bag of ashes. Yeah. And it'll be a reminder of your uncle Buck. <laughs> <laughs> we need to, we need to get uh we need to get some like cool ass uncle buck style urn and uh and hook you up. Oh yeah, and then I can put it on our mantle. Yeah. No, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's crazy. That's anyway. the craziest story. Uncle Buck. I don't Buck. know how I would react if, like, a loved one. Dude, it's so weird. There was no note. Drew's lying about the note. There no, was nothing. It was I'll just, tweet, I'll tweet out the note. It was just a, it was just a little Ziploc bag. And, like, some of it was, like, a piece of bone that didn't fully get burned or, like, oh, God. Almost like half of a tooth. <laughs> Man, can you imagine if somebody did that? They took a human as, instead of Cree Maiden? And then just cut up different pieces of the body and send it to the family member. <laughs> uh, you just like rap, you're like you wrap like a bloody I got stump. A dick. <laughs> yeah. What does this mean, mom and dad? <laughs> <laughs> if there's a body part that you could have wanted, <laughs> yeah, what body part of your uncle would you have rather had? Um, I... what part of his ashes do you hope that the the ashes you have are? Uh, his arm. Like his arm. What about his arm? Did you like? I didn't like anything about his arm. <laughs> well, then why would you pick his arm? I'm asking. He's a the least weird. I'm asking yeah. a serious question because right it's now. the least weirdest part of the body. <laughs> uh, I would like one of his ass cheeks. <laughs> yeah, one of his ass because like sitting is the most comfortable position, right? Yeah. So. You know, right? It's just I would like, say that's like a comforting, comforting thing to have. You want the eyes? Yeah. Oh God, I don't. That's yeah, weird. No, I, I wish, I wish you guys could see the smile on his face when he's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well. Well, for my I next we pick, we talked about the movie. No, for my next pick, uh, no. <laughs> Uncle Buck is a fucking classic. Uh, the fucking unbreakable plate. <laughs> uh, the fucking bug. What's his last name? Spray. Yeah. Um, the oh. whole bowling scene. 
And the guy fucking twisting the the toothpick oh, in his yeah, fucking yeah. mouth and then he bites on it. <laughs> oh god. I used to I used to try to do that when I was a kid yeah. and I it fucked me up every time. <laughs> I uh oh, I love the uh when he calls the his girlfriend What it John Goodman's so fucking funny. I think Andy's still, th- Andy's still thinking about those ashes. He is. He's like, I want that, I want that penis. Well, I, I still have your address, so. Maybe. I want one nut and one eyeball so I can try to figure out which one. <laughs> which is which? Which one's which? Uh, uh, all right. Oh. oh, and literally for my next pick, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't talk about the movie. <laughs> um, all right, this one is about when I die. I want like little <laughs> tiny vials of my ashes to just be shipped to random people throughout the United States, and I, I want like every ounce of my ashes. I want tiny vials, and I'm hoping to have like. A thousand vials. Yeah. And then you just fucking search a phone book, point at, that's the address it's going to. Point at this one, that's the address it's going to. No, no, nothing. Just little well, vials. Well, see, I think you should, maybe not a note, but you should, we should take pictures of every part of your body right now. Okay. And then send a picture <laughs> with the item. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it just have to be like portions. So, like maybe fingernail size portions of my body. So we'll start yeah. with my fingernails and then move up to everything that's pieces of me that are the size of a fingernail. You Actually, know? you know maybe. what we should do is I, I I got a brilliant idea. Go, Drew. Okay, I got one too. We so we take a full body portrait of James right now, right? Yes. We get it jigsaw puzzleized, and we send out. That's- hundreds of pieces to everyone and then they all but you also like in your will the money you leave are for plane tickets for all these people to come together in one spot and put the puzzle together together. it's the world's greatest jigsaw puzzle i like that i like that yeah and then the little vial of ash is is the little vial of ash goes with the puzzle piece you get yeah yeah i like it it's perfect that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna put it in my will and the good thing is nobody will think they're getting anthrax (laughs) <laughs> uh, I'll put that's the only thing I'll write in, in the note is this is not anthrax. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we bring America back together. Yeah. Uh, By this make America James yes, again. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna send you know what I'll do is I'll send it to all those white supremacists that had that rally in Charlottesville and then Ooh. At the end, it'll be my naked body, and at the end, it'll just right where my dick is. It'll just say "suck my dick," and yeah. that's like on the puzzle, you know, when they put it all together. And it's in one big funny farm style <laughs> thing. They're all in a pen, and boom, blown up. There you go. There you go. Yeah. No problem. Is they, problem. Let's kill them all. They probably. Yeah. They probably. Don't. <laughs> violence with violence. <laughs> the, only, the only problem is they probably want to be able to read what you wrote. So. Yeah, that's true. Um, so for my next pick, I've got 
the fucking documentary of all fucking documentaries. Oh, okay. Fucking rock and roll. This is Spinal Tap. Great pick. I, uh, God, I, another thing that kicked off, like, that whole genre of, like, Christopher Guest movies. Um, God, this movie's so good. Uh, the whole part, like, I just said rock and roll, and they just, they're trying to find from the, uh, the green room or whatever to the... I've never seen Spider-Man. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, there's a scene where they're like, they're going through the backstage just trying to get to the stage, and they're <laughs> yeah. completely lost, and they're just like, rock and roll, rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> but they like, they talk to like the guy, like, like, like fucking janitor and stuff. He's like, yeah, you just go around, and then they end up circling back to him, and like, oh my god, it's so funny. Uh, like they had that scene, um, where they had like a couple guitars sitting there, and, uh, the reporter was like saying something about like, can I touch it? And he's like, no, can I look at it? No, you can't even look at it. <laughs> Don't look at it. Like, he's like, yeah, yeah, this is not to be played. Oh, I wasn't going to play it. <laughs> so I can't even <laughs> yeah. point at it. Yeah. Don't it, even point I'd like at to it. see yeah. it. I've yeah, never that, seen that's it. That's the same scene as the, uh, the, the amps or the amp on the guitar, all the, all the knobs. Say eleven. Say eleven. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I've always heard that. Yeah. yeah. Well, can't volume to eleven. Yeah. Can't you just make ten louder? But this goes to eleven. <laughs> <laughs> that's what. That's what. Um. What coined that phrase, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. There's that. There's the. Uh, God, the scene with. Uh, they do a song about Stonehenge, and then they bring down the set piece like during the song and it's like real small and they got these people dancing around it and they're like they go cut backstage like yeah well it didn't work that well and he's like well you wrote 18 inches and he's like well you should have known he meant 18 feet (laughs) 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 it's so damn good yeah i need to watch it yeah that's one of those movies like that I've that I've yeah. always known that I need to watch, yeah. but I haven't. Like I said, it's it's just it's in that same vein of like Best in Show and all that kind of yeah. stuff that I love those and Mighty fun. Wind is such a funny fucking oh, movie. Oh, Mighty Wind is an amazing movie. I love Christopher Guest movies yeah. and I love like when Harry met Sally, I love Rob Reiner movies. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I haven't seen it. Yeah, I don't remember a ton about it, but I remember those couple scenes. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, we're back to me then, huh? We are. All right. Um, speaking of ashes and baggies, I'm going to go with a, oh, movie, damn it. a movie about two dead people. Okay, all right, all right. All right. Yeah. Damn it. And these two people, uh, they say a dude's name three times. And when that dude comes out, he introduces himself as Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Mm. Fucking Beetlejuice is a really funny fucking movie. And I'll be the first to admit that I I actually despise Tim Burton. Not a fan at all. Mm-hmm. Really? I don't like Tim Burton. Did not expect that. I don't like Tim Burton movies, but Beetlejuice is not written by Tim Burton. It was only directed by him. And his director, his directing style fits the Beetlejuice universe. Right. 
So it, mm-hmm. it all works good. And then you got Michael Keaton, Alec Baldwin, Gina. You got fucking great actors, funny people. Michael Keaton is fucking funny as fuck. Have you ever seen Multiplicity? Oh, mul- yes, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm glad he got his Lost in Translation. I know. Yeah, he's like on a resurgence yeah. right now. I love it. Yeah. But Michael Keaton is fucking amazing. And him as Beetlejuice, he's so fucking funny. As yeah. this cocky ghoul guy. Yeah. Like, it's great. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it out because I don't think anyone's probably picking it. But the fucking Johnny Dangerously movie. or Have you ever seen that? Mm-hmm. What's that? It's Michael Keaton as like a... Kind of this James Cagney, like 1920s, 30s mafia movie, like style movie. It is so fucking funny. Really? Yeah. Well, I, what was that movie? Uh, After Hours. Is that what it's called? Is that where they he works at the morgue and he's selling drugs? Oh, uh, Night Shift. Right? Night Shift. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, Ron Howard movie, right? Yeah. yeah that's yeah, a funny yeah. fucking yeah. movie too. Yep. Yeah, that guy is Michael Keaton's fucking funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer. He was just kind of. Gone for like fifteen years. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I wonder why though. It yeah. must have been his own will. I yeah. mean, I don't know. I'll God, tell you what. He's Brent Miranda style thing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Him and the other guys. Oh my god! I know he's so fucking funny. <laughs> the other guys. I don't. I don't. I don't want any scrubs around here. <laughs> <laughs> you keep saying TLC. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, dude. And he's really great in the new Spider-Man movie too. Yeah, the villain. He's so fucking good. Spoiler. Well, well, you know from the trailer, I think. Uh, Oh, fuck. But yeah, fucking Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, yeah, that's where we're at. Yeah, Beetlejuice, yeah. Draw a door, knock three times. (laughs) I just love his his voice and Mm -hmm. just his cockiness. God, I remember when I was a kid, I used to love that whole... Nice fucking model. Uh, uh, and he grabs his dick or whatever. I thought that was like the funniest thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah. <laughs> The new Beetlejuice was weird. The new one? Wasn't there a new Beetlejuice? I don't think a so. A newer one? Is there? I hope not. I thought there they was. They remade it? Am I crazy? Probably. What was that movie where, uh, they were like banging all all over the room, like on the walls and the ceiling, and you know what I'm talking about? No, no. I'll figure it out later, and so I don't <laughs> sound crazy. They're banging on the walls and the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, oh, you know what? It's probably like some vampire shit. <laughs> Twilight. <laughs> Johnny Depp was in it, maybe? You know what I'm talking about? Well, if it's Tim Burton, I'm sure Johnny Depp was in it. Yeah, good. See, that's, I don't know. Tim Burton to me. I bet Helena Bottom Carter was in it. (laughs) You gotta think. I think Beetlejuice was one of Tim Burton's first movies. Yeah. And, uh, he never changed or he never changed his style. He never tried anything different. He never. I just don't think he's had an original idea in twenty years. Yeah, like and, he, and all, it, all his movies are remakes. He or, loves fucking remakes or plays or yeah. I don't know the fucking Nightmare Before Christmas can go fuck itself. 
I know there's a lot of people that like it, but fuck that movie. I, I don't like it. I've it's, never liked it. The songs aren't even fucking good. They don't, there's no rhymes. There's nothing. It's stupid. I, I hate it. I don't think I ever knew this about you, James. I kind of have a, like a new bond with you. Like, I hate Tim Burton. I, I don't like him. I felt I like, did not know that. I felt yeah. like I'm the only one that never liked and I, uh, I Nightmare hate... Before Christmas. Everybody loves that movie. Oh, God. Well, I hadn't even seen it until maybe, like, two Christmases ago. That's the first time. Oh, really? And I was like, well, I avoided it because I knew I would hate it. And then guess what? <laughs> Hated it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, so I was talking about, um, well, I just had it in my head, uh, something shadows. What they do in the shadows? What we do no. in the shadows? Um, oh, Dark, Dark Shadows. Shadows. Yeah. Oh. Not Beetlejuice. Yeah. That's a Tim Burton movie, though. And it's isn't a it? remake. That's a, yeah. yeah, that's a remake, remake of, a, of a TV of show. A, like a 70s TV show. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I was like thinking it was a remake of Beetlejuice for a minute. Well, it was a Tim Burton remake of a, another movie that was better than what he did with it. So, yeah. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, Plus he all right, next one Batman. I'm going with. I have to take this one. This, this to me is my ultimate drive-in movie theater movie that I watched. This one sticks out to me more than any other drive-in theater movie I watched. Um, there's there's a shout out to this movie in Orlando at uh, one of the theme parks. And we talked about Rick Moranis. I have to take him. Adventure comedy. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, fucking hell. I got that list, man. That was that a That came movie. out in the 80s? 89. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Honey, I Blew Up the Kid was in the 90s. Okay. Yeah, the better of the two. No. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like that movie a lot, but yeah, clearly Honey, oh, I yeah, Shrunk yeah. the Kids Dude, is where it's at. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I loved it so much. And... At Universal, they used to have this "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids" area, and you they could, still have it, don't they? No, it's not there anymore. What? Yeah, they but took it away. Now it's like a it's like a Barney's Playland or something, or like so. Oh, it's something that. for kids or something. But when I was a kid, I would go in there, and they had like the fucking ant where you the could go. Ant, yeah, yep. you could go and oh, play really? under the ant and shit, and then like yep. the. Uh, whatever it was like a Twinkie or something that they dropped. The little Debbie. Little Debbie, yeah. They had, yeah, that. They had that. You could yep. go and climb on that. Like, oh, dude, no. when I was yeah. a kid and I got to Universal and I saw that, my mind exploded. Mm-hmm. I fucking loved that so much. The fucking that Le- was my the- favorite thing at Universal <laughs> the, the first time that I went. Yeah. The Lego in the yard. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. They had this whole play area that was like just. Di- Created just for that's Honey, amazing. I Kids. It was so awesome. Yeah, I, yeah. I want to watch that again. I fucking love that movie. I have it written down, and now that we're talking about it, I'm just thinking about how good it actually was. Yeah, yeah I think this movie should have been higher. Yeah. And I don't know why I didn't draft it earlier. I got caught in Eddie Murphy land. Yeah, but um, think about it. Like, there's still some heavy hitters that are already off the board. So, I mean, it's yeah. you know what I mean? Like, these are – it's it's – it's hard to hard to decide on these, so I don't I can't be mad that it's going this late. But man, what a great pick! Yeah, I, I love how the ant had the kids' backs. Uh, like it yeah. made me feel a little bit different about insects for a sec. 
That's the most devastating insect so- death of all time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, Andy thinks twice before stepping on an ant now. No. (laughs) But then he still does it. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, yeah, for a while, I was like, I didn't want to, like, kill an ant because, like, I was like, what if I shrunk and I was riding that ant? (laughs) You know? So you're not even worried about the ant. You're worried about maybe there's a person riding that ant right now and you don't want to kill the person. Yeah, as a kid, yeah. I was seven at the time, so, yeah, I had a very vivid imagination, as you could probably imagine. Well, and then um, the, uh, and then Andy just, you know, so before he would see the ants, he would get out a magnifying glass to see if there were actually a kid on it, and then he ends up burning them anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> I still had a mass hatred for bees, though. I hate bees. You, um, his face is so even if they bees. Well, what if there's a a person that's been miniaturized that's flying on the bee, Andy? Yeah, yeah, because she got she got caught on the bee. Yeah. Well, the dude did too, and he was like trying to pick up the other like little kid. Or that what it was? Uh, okay. Yeah, and like Moranis is trying to like sw- like. Who swats at a bee like they swatted at the bee in the movie? <laughs> like, they were straight yeah. up trying to kill the bee with, like, something you don't kill bees with. You remember when Rick Moranis, he makes that contraption where he's floating around with the magnifying glass? Oh, he's yeah. On the springs? Yeah. yeah, he's trying to, like, search through the yard. I always thought that was... He was a cool guy, you know? <laughs> he had a lot of fun, oh, yeah, he was. fun inventions and stuff and whatnot. They had a... Uh, do you remember this... Uh, They had a commercial where um, it was cereal, and one of the kids was in the cereal, and Rick Moranis was eating it, and he ate one of the kids, uh, and then it was like Cheerios. Wasn't that the end of the movie? But no, but there was like it was like that's how Cheerios. Oh, it was a Cheerios commercial. He doesn't actually eat the kid though, does he? In the Cheerios commercial. Oh really? So it's, yeah, I'm pretty sure. So the commercial is just alternate ending. So in the commercial, instead of he him looking down and seeing the kid, they just eat yeah. Him. I think he just eats him. Does he pick something. his tooth afterwards? Like he has a bone stuck in his tooth, <laughs> like and then he just flicks whatever the excrement is. And then it, and then that was part two, like, <laughs> trying to get out of trying it's to like, get out of Rick Moranis is part two. Yeah, <laughs> honey, I shout out the kid. <laughs> Uh, honey, we're no longer in financial stress due to these stupid ass kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that was that movie was so amazing. That was that was an adventure comedy right yeah. there. All right. So who is it? Is it back to me? Oh, it's back to me. Sorry, oh, it's back to you. Um. All right. So. Next pick I'll go with, you know what? I will take, no, I'm not. <laughs> I gotta go this route. This dude had a series of movies that were some of the, the greatest movies in the eighties and nineties. This, this was a Friday night staple in my house. We would re-rent these movies. Um, it was one of my dad's favorite series of movies too. And he would always do the impressions of this guy and, and all that kind of stuff. And so growing up, 
the Ernest series of movies. Oh shit! Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, we're where I it's at. So about Ernest. Are you taking? There's two huge movies in the '80s. Um, I'll just give the other one away. Um, Ernest Saves Christmas, which I absolutely adore. Is his pick? Um, but I got to go with Ernest Goes to Camp. Ernest Goes, Ernest to, goes camp. to Camp. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what did you pick before that? Just now. Honey, I shrunk the kids. Yeah. I for, we got into a lot of long conversation. <laughs> I forgot to write it down. Yeah. So yeah, um, the Ernest movies were just like. I don't know. Ernest was just. He was Ernest. He was a character that was adorable for like kids to watch. Yeah. You know? Like we I, all just loved him. I always liked Ernest how he was always just talking to the camera and the camera was Vern. Uh, Vern yeah. Yeah. Vern was always with him, but you never saw Vern. Yeah. Yeah. I always thought that was kind of a cool way of doing it, you know? Yeah, and that's that's what my dad would always quote. Not a mean Vern. (laughs) (laughs) All the time. I feel like like that's a big dad like I feel like dads all over the place would quote that. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Well that's also one of those safe movies, like you know. Yeah. Where parents just, they're like, yeah, I can enjoy this with my kid, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. It's cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of it like, so uh, entertaining. Uh, his slapstick, his, his style of comedy, I don't know that there was anybody else that was, that had his same style of comedy. No, yeah. You know, I, I mean, like, he was, I, I guess you could but... say Jim, like, I bet Jim Varney, uh, influenced Jim Carrey a lot. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Because, like, it was a straight character. Like, it wasn't, there was, there wasn't really much realism about it. Yeah. It was, it was a straight up, this is a character. And I'm trying to think of other movies that did this where it was a main character. I guess he was the original Medea. <laughs> he kind of was. He really was. But they were yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. He was the original white Medea. You know, when I was a kid, we went to uh, one, a dollar theater and we saw Ernest Scared Stupid. Yes. And me and my friend Ryan were like, we went with my parents and we went and sat like on the front row, just me and him, you know, and they sat yep. in the back. And uh, we're watching Ernest Scared Stupid and there's like these troll things out in the forest that come alive or whatever. Yeah. And they scared the fucking shit out of me as a kid. I was, I was scared stupid and I went running back to sit with my fucking parents. Cause I didn't want to fucking <laughs> be alone in the theater. Those shit, they scared the fuck out of me. I bet, I bet if I watch it now, I would punch my childhood self, but yeah, this shit was funny or shit was scary then. Yeah. It's probably fucking stupid now, but yeah, well, and it was funny. I remember it be that was one of my least favorite Ernest's only because I was a little bitch and hated scary movies. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did too. Back then, I hated. I was really scared that, of that. Was the one where they were like, yeah, they had to pour milk on them or something. I don't even remember, dude. I just them. remember covering my eyes because it scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> yeah, but I loved Ernest so much that I had to watch. Like, I even liked the Ernest Slam Dunk one. Yeah, you do. I never, I've never seen that one. I've never heard of that one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like playing basketball. 
I remember Ernest Goes to Jail. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. that That's one, so good. That one was really funny. Yeah. Uh, is that the... Ernest Goes to Jail, is that the one where he gets the power of lightning and starts shooting lightning bolts at people out of his arms? Well, there's, a, there's like, another guy. There's, like, a bad Ernest... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then he switches. And he has to switches. defeat basically the bad Ernest. Yeah, mm-hmm. but isn't he like he's like a bank like security guard or something? I don't know. Or janitor, I think. So, is yeah, what it is, something. But. Yeah, in a building. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. La- I remember thinking that movie was really funny and good. Yeah, because he had like the the cleaner, and like the cleaner was dragging him all around <laughs> the, the yeah, building. Yeah. Dude, I like yeah. I like Ernest. Fuck, and I haven't seen those movies. I've seen probably each one of them one time when I was a kid, and I haven't seen them since. So I would like to go back and yeah, yeah, I would definitely like to go back and watch. You know, I think I I think I saved Christmas. I think I saw that in the theater with uh, with oh. friends when I was a kid. Well, I know I saw I Ernest did. goes uh, to jail, and I know I saw Ernest scared stupid. We used to watch Ernest goes to camp all the time. That was. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Dave's Christmas is one of my, one of, we'll get there in a mm-hmm. few months. Um, but that's, that one's one of my favorite Christmas movies yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean, Vern. <laughs> Not mean, Vern. <laughs> was that your second? Yeah. yeah that was back, my second. Is it back to me now? Yep. All right. I feel like I'm going to go back to the well, uh, movies that, I've mentioned in the past. You only have two picks left. Yeah, because I only have two picks left. Yep. And, um... Well, you know what? I was going to save this for honorable mention, but I think the movie deserves to be in the top ten. Uh, this is... What's that noise? I don't know. My hair... Conditioning? Is that what you hear? Yeah, probably. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like uh, those ashes are rising up out of <laughs> Drew's little baggie. It sounds like the little, uh, the thing from downstairs in Home Alone. <laughs> oh, the furnace? Yeah. Oh, shut up. So anyways, yeah. uh, this is... Rachel from Friends' favorite movie. Is it Leprechaun? No. Leprechaun in the Hood? No. (laughs) She was in that, but she doesn't like it. Her favorite movie, she tells people that her favorite movie is... God, I shouldn't have pulled this reference because I can't remember what... She tells people her favorite movie is something that people consider a good movie. Yeah. But her actual favorite movie is Weekend at Bernie's. Oh, okay. that was from the trivia. The, yeah. That, that's my favorite episode. Like, whenever I, like, cause I wasn't a big Friends fan, but that one, like, you just, they were always on, but when you, whenever yeah. I, that one was on, I definitely watched that one. Yeah. It was so funny. We Get Up Bernie's is a funny fucking movie. Yeah. yeah. I think, I feel like it was like, uh, like, Terms of Endearment or something like that. Like, it was like, yeah, those, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We Get Up Bernie's when, when the two dudes are on the roof and they're talking about how shitty their life is and how they just wish they could be at the beach for the summer, but they're on a roof in New York city in one of those little kiddie pools. Yeah. And that's when the one dude finds that error in the accounting and he's going to go take it to the boss or whatever. 
And the whole time they're on the roof, they keep touching things and they get this fucking, the roof tar all over their hands and everything that they (laughs) touch sticks. Oh, this shit makes me laugh so hard. And just the fact, like the way that they did Bernie was so funny to me. I always thought it was great when I was a kid, them like tying his shoelaces to theirs and walking around with them. And uh, yeah, this shit. (laughs) And who would do that? Who would? (laughs) <laughs> Just to get a, I don't want this to ruin our weekend. Let's pretend he's alive. <laughs> it's so ridiculous how everybody would walk up to him and think that he was alive. <laughs> Let's puppet this dead man's body so that we don't have to fuck up our summer. <laughs> it's like the most selfish thing. <laughs> oh fuck! Well, but they find out that Bernie's a bad guy. That's the only reason they did it, you know. The, but yeah, and the fact that like, what's his name had to play a limp dead guy the entire movie oh my god i know like how yeah. crazy is that and two movies That's pretty yeah yeah that they like they literally like had to like throw him around and everything like, i always like that weekend at bernie's two starts right where weekend at bernie's left off because that's cool. Yeah. When the, uh, when the ambulance starts to drive away, the door opens and his body falls down that, down that <laughs> deck that's on the beach or whatever. And then he rolls underneath the sand and then in the second movie, they come out and find him right there after the ambulance and everybody has left. <laughs> so then they start <laughs> puppeting him again. They're like, well, <laughs> guess what? They kind of get- made Bernie a better guy though. Oh yeah, I know. They did. They, yeah, so. they saved his, uh, he actually became a caring guy after, after in the afterlife. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, he had to do it with his dead body, but yeah. Hey, dude, Weekend at Bernie's is a funny fucking movie. They should have puzzle pieced his ass together and shipped him out. Yeah, they should have. I'll uh, take Bernie's cock. I know where that thing's been. So. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie be fucking though. <laughs> Do Bernie be fucking though? Do Bernie be fucking though? Um. Well, well, well. Oh, isn't there a scene in it where a girl fucks him? Oh, I because th- he has rig- his rigor mortis, and they're like, "Oh God, don't they like?" Oh, fuck- there, doesn't some chick get on top of him or something? Well, I think yeah. he's like laying in the room asleep, and the girl goes in without them knowing. And she fucks him, and then and then she come as she's coming out, she sees them, and they're like, "What were you doing in there?" And he's like, "We were just having some fun." It's like she <laughs> fucked the dead body, dude. I I guarantee yeah. that's in the movie. I can't remember a hundred percent, but I really think that that's in the movie. I, it was definitely so in awesome. Clerks. Yeah. I don't know about that though. Oh fuck! Uh, but I feel like I kind of I think it that. is. Yeah. I think she fucked the dead body. Well, you know, for hating. Tim Burton so much. I'm going to go with another Tim Burton movie. And I'm going with Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Oh, <laughs> okay. I'll give you that. Yeah. It's uh again, it has nothing to do with Tim Burton. So Right. Why the movie's so good. See, that's what Tim Burton would he would thrive if he just did movies that other people wrote. Well, that's what he's done for the last 20 years. Well, since then, he's been taking movies other people wrote and rewriting them for himself. Yeah. So that's the problem. Crazy. For himself and nobody else. You know, I say 20 years. It's probably been 30 years now. It's crazy. Man, Pee-wee was such a huge part of our childhood. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of weird now if you go back and, like, try to watch it. 
Oh, dude, I'll tell you what. It's actually, it's not, it's kind of weird. It's super weird. I'll tell you Um, what. Hit a bong, eat an edible, smoke a J, and then go watch Pee Wee, and it'll be the best (laughs) fucking hour and a half of your life. Okay. It's so fucking funny. Yeah. If you're high, I swear to God, the opening, there you scene, go. the opening scene, you know, making couple, breakfast or a few years ago, I smoked weed and watched Pee Wee and I'll tell you, it was one of the best experiences <laughs> of my life. If I could like draft a list of movies, Pee Wee be somewhere on the top. Probably huh. the best experience I've ever had was Monty Python. And now it's time for something completely different. Mm. That was the funniest experience I've ever had watching something while high but peewee's peewee's like right up there with it i can understand that because like the uh like the chair uh just (laughs) the the colors the weird things that start talking you can be like looking at the screen and be like oh (laughs) i forgot that thing's alive but it's actually really funny too like it makes it it takes that humor and heightens it by fucking 11 yeah, the uh, I mean, when we were kids, turns it up. To how many times did you win an argument with "I know you are, what am I?" <laughs> yeah. Oh man, use that so much. Like you would piss people off the, because you would just keep saying and it. that whole. Oh God, it is! It's such a weird, funny movie. Like that whole scene with "Tell him Large Marge." That just, <laughs> oh, like, ah! <laughs> the what? The guy, the prisoner, or whatever. Like it's cr- it's kind of creepy. Yeah, the, some of it's creepy. The prisoner, it's who, real creepy. Yeah, yeah. Who yeah, he's riding around with or whatever. And like, what'd you do to to you know become like? He's like, you know those little tags on a mattress. <laughs> I ripped one of those off. <laughs> Man, it's so Pee Herman. That's such a weird thing too. Like, why can't you rip a fucking tag off a mattress? Like, that is yeah, so weird. You know what's funny? What's the funniest part of Pee Wee is that like he'll say something that's not funny, but then he'll go <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> and, and right when he does it, you're you're just start laughing because it's it's so fucking absurd. But the fucking uh, and who doesn't <laughs> who doesn't do this fucking Pee Wee dance when you hear tequila? Yeah, I know. Oh yeah, dance classic. Look at A man. Well, I'll tell you what, James. You just mentioned it, so I have to, I have to get like the greatest comedy troupe ever. So, Monty Python's Meaning of Life was in the eighties. Yeah, and I'm gonna go with that. Honestly, probably not my favorite. It's probably my least favorite python thing but i there's such an important thing to comedy i had to like get him in here <laughs> oh yeah monty python uh is amazing it, the whole the group is amazing sketch wise if we do a sketch draft like i guarantee like, you could fill the entire your entire team with Monty Python sketches. They're yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah. The Dead Bird, the fucking Ministry of Silly Walks. Fuck, uh, there's so many. Like the Argument Clinic, I really like. <laughs> uh, God, yeah, there are Bicycle Repairman. That's, <laughs> it's it's so fucking funny. It's essentially a 
this civilization is just filled with people dressed like Superman. Yeah. And they're just, everybody looks like Superman. But then like, like this guy's bicycle repairman. So they show him and like, he jumps into a thing and he's jumping in with a Superman outfit on. When he comes out, he's just dressed like a bicycle repairman. <laughs> and he goes and fixes it. He's like, don't worry, son. Just another day for bicycle repairman. And then he goes back into the Superman. <laughs> I need to go and watch them all. Uh, I think the only one I've seen is Holy Grail. Okay. Well, I mean, that's a good starting point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The movie's fucking hilarious. Yeah, it is. Yeah, my brother was super into Monty Python. Um, if you watch and now it's time for something completely different, that's yeah, that's like that's the best, all. Though. It's an anthology of all their best sketches. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. it's fucking amazing. I'll have to check that one. Yeah. The uh, the fucking Gumby people. The I called them Gumbies. I forget. But they're just like morons. They're the ones that are yeah. like always like we do we do. <laughs> but yeah, uh, me and life is still pretty funny. It's it's real weird. It's Kind of half sketched, half movie. So yeah, yeah. Uh, the the scene where the the guy eats is a famous scene, and he he's like he's just gouging or gorging himself on food, and what he's like, oh, I can't eat another bite. He's like, but it's just a little mincer. <laughs> he like he's like he eats it, and then he just blows up all. And he's like in this fancy restaurant, and everybody's just like. They they think that there's like they're all looking at him like all disgusted or whatever, and then he just explodes on everyone. <laughs> Oh, fucking A. Oh, Monty Python. Oh, Monty Python. Who is it? Is it I'll back? check that thing out, though. Is it back to me? Yeah. Are you, do you back to you? Now? No. Last pick for okay. you. Because I get your last pick. That's right. So here we go. So I'm going to go three in a row after I'm, you go. Well, Drew's still got one more. Yeah. Right, but he gets the last pick of the draft. Oh, yeah, you're right. So, yeah. All right. So here we go. Which I have to plan out. Well, no. I thought, um, didn't you get the last? You He gets your, he gets the number 10. I get your pick. Your number 10. Which oh, is before okay. his number 10. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Alright, well I was gonna, I thought I was gonna end up mentioning other, other movies that I've already mentioned, but I think I've, I think I've figured it out here. I'm gonna go with a Rodney Dangerfield Hell Damn it, movie. damn it, that was in my list. And, uh, this movie is about Rodney's son, it goes to college. And Rodney is a rich, rich, fucking wealthy dude that decides he wants to go to college too. Goes back to school. I'm, I'm picking back to school. That was my other tit movie that wasn't uh, rated R. <laughs> <laughs> the shower or whatever. Yeah. Back to school was so fucking. Rodney Dangerfield was so on point in that movie. And yep. every time they had him fucking dive on the dive team, <laughs> that's another, oh, man. that's another one of those where the dude that's playing Rodney Dangerfield definitely is not Rodney Dangerfield <laughs> diving yeah, off yeah, the diving yeah. board. Oh fuck. And how he fucking turns him and his son's room into like this fucking like three, three room thing with a hot tub and 
Oh, fuck. So good. And the way he fucking talks to everybody, how he's so fucking important. Oh, fuck. Uh, God, his comedy was so different, too. Yeah. Yeah, That's the one I don't even know if I've ever seen it, to tell you the truth. Oh, my God. You have to see it. So good. I used to have, uh, when I was a kid, we had a movie channel called Flix that, Mm -hmm. for some reason... We got with we had like the shittiest cable when I was yeah. a kid. We had like twenty three stations. Yeah, one of them was Flix, and Back to School was on once a week on Flix. Yeah, <laughs> and I used to watch it all the fucking time. Fucking a. Yeah, Back to School was amazing. Back to School might be. I, I'd say it's my second second favorite Rodney Dangerfield movie. Yeah. Um, Ladybugs probably being my number one. <laughs> hey that's cool i love ladybugs yeah r.i.p jonathan brandis killed himself crazy um i say that every time we bring up <laughs> he, he killed himself i say that every time rip homie um, i wish i had a bag of jonathan brandis's ashes man that'd be worth a fortune yeah <laughs> <laughs> Be way more than Drew's Uncle Buck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh God, that movie's so good. Like I said, you see some titties. Uh the movie's only rated PG thirteen, so you can check it out from the library kids that are listening. <laughs> if there are still libraries. Uh. There are. You can actually get uh, rent all of the Game of Thrones box sets at libraries. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Brain, huh. at the local library here, you can get the Game of Thrones box sets. That's a good that? library, too. Uh, a buddy of mine told me. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's how he saw, like, the first three seasons, was renting it from the library. I would like to go back to the library at some point. Oh, yeah? Like Rodney Dangerfield went back to school? Yeah, back to the library. <laughs> movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I would, uh, I would check out. Like I said, I couldn't check out rated R movies, but I knew which ones I could check out some titties on. Hell yeah, you did. Yep. Fucking mashing back to school, baby. Fucking a boy. <laughs> Hell oh yeah. So um, who, who's up next? Who's uh, it's Andy now? I'm right? up for three picks. Three picks. So the first one I'm going to take, I'm going to take my Police Academy movie. Um, I'm going to take Police Academy 3, Back in Training. Okay. That, to me, is the best Police Academy movie. Um, you know, I, I love how they're teaching the new recruits. That's the one where the Asian dude is like, uh, I love America when his face is in between Callahan's titties. <laughs> like... That's the one. They they walk in and uh, Winslow is like so. The Asian dude walks in and um like and Winslow is in there like doing like music stuff, but he's just doing it with his voice, even though he has the equipment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So funny. Um, High Towers, awesome. He gets he gets like uh, in some warehouse. There's some beast of a dude that pulls a chain. And all these rocks and stuff fall on Hightower. Hightower just gets up and kind of like <laughs> <laughs> his shoulders. And they're like at a stalemate, right? 
and the dude tells a bad joke, and he's like, if there's anything I don't like, it's bad jokes, and he knocks him out. <laughs> yeah. It's such a good movie. That's awesome. I, you know, I gotta rewatch. I remember Police Academy one. I remember like to a T. Mm-hmm. But yeah, everything after that, it's all a blur. Yeah, all of them. Well, kind of jumbles. Yeah, yeah, all of them kind of just glow together to me. For yeah, yeah. I gotta, I gotta rewatch. I have them all. I wanna. Yeah. I wanna rewatch. Oh really? Them. Yeah, I have them all on like DVD or something. Yeah, I remember you had a badass DVD collection. Yeah, I still have everything. It's just all in in books. I don't really use it. I haven't really watched a DVD in, like, I don't know, 10 years. I kind of like watching a DVD, though, because it kind of makes you feel nostalgic. Yeah. And there's something about watching the DVD that's different feeling than... You know, just watching the movie on TV. Yeah. It's like getting a CD from a store. I recently got a CD for this, from a store for the first time in years. And like, it was really cool opening it up and, <laughs> yeah, and, and looking at the back and putting the CD in and just like, it was really cool experience. And well, I'd like to have that experience for, um, I'd like to have that experience uh, for movies. Yeah. That's why records are having such a resurgence now. Yeah. I've got to get a record player, yeah. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, Police Academy 3, um, that's the one, Hooks, all the kids are coming out on the bus, and she's like, excuse me, excuse me, <laughs> quiet! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Bobcat Goldwaith is Zed. Um, awesome. He's in the first Mahoney. one too, right? What's that? Is no. he? He's not in the no. first one. Okay. I don't think so. So yeah, that's the one later. Then three, yeah. Okay, I remember three. Then he was. In, I think he was in two. He was the bad guy at the zoo or whatever, wasn't he? Was that because the first two was their first mission or something, right? And it was like the old zoo or the new yeah, zoo. Yeah. Like he had like it was all those gangs or whatever and. Bobcat, like, or Mahoney had to have to go undercover. Fuck, man, I don't remember. And I think that's where he came in, and then, and then after that's when he actually joined the class, right? Like, he. I'm gonna have to. In three, is Bobcat in the academy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so two is what he was like originally a bad guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And my favorite scene, I think, in Police Academy 3, though, is uh, this lady lost her quarter. And Tackleberry's trying to like talk to the lady to get the quarterback. And, uh, so what he does is he takes his gun and then just blasts the payphone and all the quarters come flying out. <laughs> he's holding a hand of, he's holding like this handful of quarters and he's like, do you know which one your quarter is? <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Um, the second one, we haven't got either of these two guys. That are 80s beasts in our draft yet. So I have to get both of these guys in there. This movie, for whatever reason, was so cool to me when I was a, when I was a kid and I was just one of the biggest Arnold fans ever. So, um, I gotta take twins, Arnold and Danny DeVito. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's a, what is it? Twins. twins. Oh, twins was in the 80s? 
1988. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Twins was such a good movie. Uh, like, DeVito was just this slime ball and was just kind of like Arnold, you know, got him out of jail, so he was happy about that. Arnold protected his ass, but, like, he didn't obviously think they were actual brothers. Yeah, yeah. For a while. Um, and Arnold was just, like, this, like, sweet, loving uh, dude, and he was like just this massive dude, just a beast. Um, yeah, the the um, just the chemistry between those dudes was incredible. <laughs> yeah, like great movie. Um, yeah, I remember. I remember uh, liking it. I haven't seen it in hundred years, but yeah, that's that's probably my third. That's probably my third favorite Arnold movie. You know, uh, when you brought up Bobcat Goldthwait Police Academy 3, that's why I, sorry, I got lost for a second, cause I was, when you brought him up, it, it made me start thinking about his movies from the 80s. Do you guys, have you guys ever seen the movie Hot to Trot? Yeah. Dude. That's the one with the horse? Yes. Yeah. That yeah. movie made me laugh so fucking hard <laughs> when I was young. Oh, fuck. It just, I, I don't know, I started, I had to look it up cause I couldn't remember. I was like, man, I knew there was a movie that I used to love back then. Yeah. But, okay. Anyways, sorry. Back to, oh, twi- no, back to Twins. Um, no, that's a, it's just a good movie. Okay. Um, <laughs> so Mr. Freeze and, and the Penguin get together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the last one I will take. Who is this is a tough one. Um, you know. No offense, Back to the Future, Caddyshack. We took you high in other drafts, so um, otherwise you'd make my squad. So I have to go with this movie was so good to me, and then I tried to play this. I remember, so my wife's a, a couple years, few years younger than me, and um. I don't think she was as into it as I was. I loved this movie as a kid. And I'm talking about my dude, John Travolta. Look who's talking. Oh, that's in the 80s, too? Yeah. I feel like all these are 90s movies. Nope. (laughs) Late 80s. Let me just confirm right now. Look who's talking is... That that movie was so funny. That baby was hilarious. Nineteen eighty nine. Oh wow! <laughs> Fuck. Right Christy the... Alley and John Travolta. Yeah. That be, that baby was so funny. <laughs> and then, uh, Bruce Willis Bruce actually Willis does played the Mikey. Voice. Yeah. yeah the baby. Yeah. And then yeah. Roseanne does the voice of the daughter when. The... Yeah. Is it In Roseanne? The second one. And yeah, look who's talking to. Yeah, and then uh, look who's talking three is the dogs. I forget who does. The, I didn't know there was a three. I remember there's. Yeah, I think. I remember there was a skit on on SNL, and it was "Look Who's Talking Now," and it was just like it just went around the room, and everything had a voiceover. It was <laughs> <hilarious>. <laughs> no, yeah, it was called "Look Who's Talking Now," and it was Danny DeVito and uh, somebody else did the voice of the dogs. Really? Yeah. Or maybe that, okay, that, maybe that wasn't what the skit was called then. And it was, uh, Chris Alley and John Travolta were having, like, marriage trouble. Yeah. And, uh, he was trying to get to her on Christmas. 
<laughs> and they were snowed. She was snowed in in a cabin with the kids and the dogs. <laughs> yeah, that the opening scene is. I died so hard on that. Like one of my favorite scenes ever. Um, Just watching the watching semen the, dry, yeah. get to the egg. The the sperm swimming, trying to like get in the <laughs> the egg or whatever. Like. <laughs> I, I don't know why that was that scene was so awesome. <laughs> so yeah, it's my that's my ten. That's your ten. All right, God, it's. <sighs> I'm having anxiety right now. I got. There's still so many good ones left. There's a lot of good ones. There's ones that we've talked about. So like again, like you said, or we're going to talk about at pretty good length. So I just don't want to. Yeah. Talk about yet. Danny DeVito uh, and Diane Keaton did the voices of the dogs. And look who's talking now. Here's. <laughs> that's awesome. Here's a weird one. And, you know, maybe it should be an honorable mention. But I fucking love, loved, loved this movie when I was a kid. And it is starring Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah, not talking about UHF. UHF. Yeah. Oh, that was going to be an honorable mention if you guys didn't get yeah. it. I. Oh my god. I. It's so stupid. Michael Richards in it and fucking Fran Drescher. It was. Yeah. It, it was really fucking funny. Yeah. It's like Weird Al was just so badass yeah. in the eighties. Yeah. The, the 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 movie. The the music, and then I think it was in the 90s, I really enjoyed his TV show. Um, that was one of those ones my brother was big time into Weird Al, and then I didn't get into him until a little bit later, so I didn't get into UHF until later. Yeah. Um, but, it, yeah, his show was – everything that dude does is amazing. Even now, dude, like Weird Al is on a – he's kind of on a resurgence himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like uh, he did the – what was the latest the latest parody album? I don't remember the album. I remember it had like tacky on it because I'm tacky. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, and the the videos that what was the one? Yeah, because he uh, he released like like one a day for a week. A, yeah, he yeah. did the same thing Beyonce did. Yeah, yeah. So hilarious, fucking funny. <laughs> and uh, one of the video or one of the songs was I can't remember the fucking song, but I remember. By the end of the song, the whole the whole mood changes. Oh, I know what it is. It being... was it was foil. Foil. It yeah. was a, it was the loyal thing. Yeah, it was uh, it was all about like yeah, yeah, yeah It was all it. about it like packing. Foil. Yeah, it was all about like aluminum foil, and then it changed to like some government. Conspiracy. Yeah, they're like all getting in your brain. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> shit. That music video was so <laughs> good. so fucking funny. Yeah, we'll have to post that one. I was out. actually I was just watching Spy Hard the other night. Uh huh. And. That fucking Weird Al opening theme song. Oh, yeah. He did like the James Bond style. <laughs> and I love yes, it. Yes. I love at the end of the song where he's like, they called it Spy Hard. You're watching Spy Hard. This is Spy Hard. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Oh, it's so fucking funny. Yeah, man. That, God, that UHL was so fucking, like, I, I, just little things in that movie where they're like, 
the guy is like yelling at what his lackey was ever, and he's got that big giant cowboy hat on with like the flower, and he's like, and take that ridiculous thing off, <laughs> and he just goes like this, and then pulls a fake mustache off. <laughs> uh, I actually tweeted at Al Yankovic after watching that opening credits about yeah. how that's one of the best things in the world. <laughs> All right, so now I got my honorable mentions. Yeah. I got four, three right in a row. Uh, I'm going to start with two guys. Again, it's I don't think either one of them have been in a thing, but goddamn, they were excellent, excellent actors, writers, directors, comedians, whatever it was. And I'm talking see no evil, hear no evil. Yeah. Pryor and Gene Wilder. Yeah. Those guys were killers and uh I was thinking that was seventies. That's a good movie. Um no it wasn't that early, I don't think. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Um second one, another two Oh wow, eighty nine. Yeah. Okay. Um another one with uh two guys that have been listed and that is uh Bill Billy Crystal himself, Danny DeVito himself, and throw mama from the train. Oh, that was a funny fucking yeah, movie. It was. Uh, and then third. When was City Slickers? 90, I think. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, definitely 90, yeah. I want to rewatch that too. So, for, for people playing the game, get ready because Andy's about to drink because I'm gonna pick, I'm gonna get you, sucker. Damn it! <laughs> I've Fucking love that movie. It's a fucking awesome movie. How the hell did he go to the bathroom with all that shit on? <laughs> that was in the eighties too. I should have yeah. taken it. Fuck. Oh, yeah, it was like eighty seven, I think. Yeah, it was like eighty nine or something. Yeah. It was their first like spoof one and the funniest scene is Chris Rock. How much for one rib? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, How much do ribs come? And he's like, Five ribs. And he's like uh, he's like three ninety nine or something. He's like, I take one rib, and he's like, how much for a soda? And then he's like, one dollar, and he's like, uh, how much for a cup of soda or or uh, thimble of soda, <laughs> something like that? Yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, he's like, well, can you just? He's like, the cups cost fifteen cents because he's like, can you just pour some soda in my mouth for a dime? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, how much? Just put some soda in my hand. <laughs> Then it, um, like he just pulls out that wad and he has like way more than he even needs. The street games or whatever where they like they gotta like strip the rims off the car and like do all <laughs> yeah. that stuff. They're um, carrying TVs through the streets. Yeah. Um or Fly Guy. Fly Guy's incredible. He's got an aquarium in the bottom of oh, his yeah. bell bottom shoes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that movie's so good. So good. Yeah, that would, uh. I love the Wayans brothers. Yeah. That was even before, like, in Living Color, right? Yeah. Uh, it might, it might have been, yeah, you're right, I think it, it was. It was before, yeah. yeah. Definitely. In Living Color was early 90s. Yeah. 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 Alright, so, uh, my, my three honorables now. Yeah. We got, yep. uh, I'm gonna honorably mention officially Top Secret. Okay. Even though I haven't seen it, I am going to watch it very soon, mm-hmm. and, uh, Okay. Just that clip alone was funny as fuck. So, <laughs> top secret. Um, another John Candy movie from the eighties. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. It's called Who's Harry Crumb. 
Oh yeah. Nah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. John Candy's a private detective and it's almost like his version of Fletch where he like dresses up in all these characters but he ends up making everything way worse than it yeah. was. Yeah, he even goes blackface in that movie. <laughs> it's really oh man, it's funny though. It's a funny fucking movie. And then uh, for my number three, another movie that I saw at the drive-in theater. It's Michael J. Fox, Secret to My Success. And I always oh. thought that movie was so fucking funny and good. So check them out. All right, um, there's still some beast out there. And, I know. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. Yeah, I, I, I really do apologize, Caddyshack, Back to the Future. We've just taken you another, yeah. other ones. So yeah, you're already off. I mean, not off, but yeah, we've already, we've already talked about it. We've already loved. No you disrespect to yeah. it. Yeah. No disrespect at all, because they they would be top top picks had we not touched them before. Mm-hmm. Um. So the first honorable mention that I'm going to go with, um. Since Drew stole my my first one, <laughs> uh, you know I'm gonna go to. Damn, this is so tough because I'm gonna go with Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh yeah. fuck, that's good. Yeah. I love it. Love that movie. Talk about it's hilarious. Talk uh, about a movie. It'll to make jerk you off feel to. weird things. Yeah. Yeah, I think you guys both said the same thing without. What's other. that? What did you say? I said, talk about a movie to jerk off to. <laughs> yeah, we did say the same things in different ways. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, God, this is embarrassing. When I was a kid, I used to pause it. There's a scene when Jessica Rabbit gets thrown from a car and her dress comes up. And I used to <laughs> pause it right there and just <laughs> Uh, you know when Dude, you were, I get it when you Dude, were a kid when, was like in the club singing with that like dress on yeah when, dude when when you are a kid and you grew up in our time you had to get fucking creative for material it's not like yep. today where you can fucking google tits and tits give you it gives you tits <laughs> right it's, I, I think it was honestly probably a more fun time in in that way in a sense, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah, you had to find it. It was way better. Yeah. It was way. It was. You were like fucking on a Goonies adventure every time you wanted yeah. to jerk off. Yeah, yeah. Which Goonies hasn't been selected, but uh, yeah. you had to like. Uh, you had to wait for people to like be gone from the house and everything. Yeah, if you wanted to get your Gooies, you'd have to go full Goonies. <laughs> Well, and then That's what you shirt. would do? And now, like like today, I've done it three so times funny. during this podcast. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. Uh, you you would literally have to like so what you would do is I remember this. Parents would go away, brother wasn't home or something like that. Uh-huh. And you would just be looking through the VHSs that were sitting on the shelf. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what what can and I you'd use? be like, what can I look at? You're like oh, dirty you're dancing, like, perfect. <laughs> yeah, you're like, Oh, Forrest Gump. There's a scene in there. Let me just put it in and fast forward. To where something's like good and then pause it. All right, guys. Let's go to the point of Forrest Gump before Jenny got AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the deal. We've got we got 90s coming. After that, let's do a quickie of the five movies that you would pause to. Oh. All right. Yeah. I actually I like that. Oh, let's do I that. love that. Let's, let's do, do let's it. do a little quickie. Like just throw it in there one Monday and then we'll uh All we'll, right. Yeah, we'll do All that. Right. I love that. <laughs> so it'll be uh, 90s and then it'll be quickie 
The quickie's the quickie, too. (laughs) (laughs) Or longie, too. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Um, So my second one I'm going to go with for honorable mention. (laughs) Just feels so weird right now. Uh, I am going to go with, oh, Revenge of the Nerds. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that had titties in it, too. By the way, I I think I'm going to already apologize to the female listeners for that episode. <laughs> At least we're letting you know two in advance. <laughs> well, I, I'm sure that they could find something to flick their, oh, bean, flick maybe, their bean to, too. Should we get a fourth to, like, we should maybe be, they paused on Mel Gibson's ass or yeah, something? Yeah, we'll shit? find, like, a female to come in here and... They'd have to oh, be really right. open. To- yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe we'll just have Barbara come on and... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll uh, then nobody will know who it is. <laughs> hey, Barbara. Yeah, it'll be Barbara. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll she get somebody, pay. but she can yeah, be Barbara. Pay. Yeah, yeah. She can be anonymous, or he. Oh. You know, Revenge of the Nerds. We that- can get that guy that molested kids to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Not molested. James, what were you saying? <laughs> That had like the child porn or whatever. We could get Jeffrey Jones. No, the the one that Andy knows. <laughs> Wait, I'm just trying to like change the subject. So. Yeah, uh, um, I'm just saying we sh- we could get the. Other we'll just get a girl to do it, and she'll call herself Barbara. <laughs> or we could, or we could get a homosexual male to do it and call him Barbara. I'm not gonna invite. I'm not gonna invite child porn people into my house. Well, uh, you got uh, one living here. All right. So, <laughs> what were you gonna say, James, about Revenge it. of the Nerds? Huh? What were you gonna say about Revenge of the, the Nerds? The fucking song at the end of the at the end of the movie that the guy plays on the piano. Oh I yeah, lo- I love it so fucking much. But anyways, but um, that's pointless to say now because who cares? <laughs> yeah. I, all right. Well. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, uh, I just want to last. What's up? Oh, you still got one more? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, the last one I'll go with, I'm tossing up two of them. Um, sorry, the Princess Bride. I got to go with Cannonball Run. Uh, actually, Princess Bride is not listed as comedy on IMDb. That's why I didn't pick it. Oh. Is that true? That's weird. Yeah. It would have been in my top ten. Wow. What is so it? I'll go with Cannonball Run. Fantasy? Yeah, adventure, adventure Fantasy Family. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Cannonball Run was fun as shit. I love those style of movies. Um, just where they're all like, you know, trying to get fucking somewhere. You know, they're I great. I don't know what Cannonball Run is. It's like that. You, you remember that movie with like uh, Mr. Bean in it where like he's in a, in a movie and then there's other people and they're trying to race to. Oh, it's a race. What's that? It's a race. Rat race. Rat race. Yeah. 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 So. Rat Race That's a is funny basically movie. Uh, kind of a remake of Cannonball Run, I believe. Oh, okay. So Cannonball Run is, yeah, they're all trying to get somewhere. Uh, Burt Reynolds is in it, Farrah Fawcett. Um, yeah, it's it's a New York Town way. It's like the 3,000. Don DeLuise. Yeah. It's like uh, they call it the Cannonball Run. It's like New York to L.A. or something, right? It's 3,000 miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. They actually, they, they actually do those things now. Um, they did a jackass with them. Uh, I think Bam and Ryan Dunn did it. 
It's always like yeah. one in Europe. Oh, really? Yeah. Dude, Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr., Terry Bradshaw, uh, like I said, Jackie Chan, Peter Fonda. Jackie Chan? Yeah. He was in Cannonball Run? Yeah. In 1981. Holy fuck. I want to see 1981 Jackie Chan. Yeah, and Cannonball Run 2 is awesome as well. Love those style of movies. Fuck, I'd watch that. All right. Well, Drew, let me uh, let me get your notes here, and uh, I'll read. Oh, them. I just like. Oh, you want to mention something? Yeah. Um, Is it going to be about molesting children at all? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, no. All right, so we're just <laughs> going to move on. <laughs> no. Uh, um, I was just thinking too. I I didn't even write it down, but fucking spies like us. Yeah, I have on, yeah. I have on my list, but. Uh, uh, I already picked them at yeah for that, something. I can't remember what we picked them for. Did we pick it? I did for something. I think I did. Yeah, I for, yeah. Doctor, 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 doctor. Ah, uh, I for, I forgot to take uh, Christmas vacation or European vacation. Oh well. Yeah, and then history of the world. But I already we talked about it with spaceballs. That I that's why I didn't pick it like that one. Yeah. But it almost was in my. Next, or in my honorable mentions, but shout out to Stripes. I know the old heads are going to be upset that nobody took Stripes. The old heads, yeah, yeah. That's like that's like the most derogatory thing I've ever heard. You call an old person. Like, what's up, you old old head? <laughs> so that's what they use in hip hop. Is they call like the people that like the old heads of hip hop, like people that. <laughs> Would hate on like low yachty and shit like oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fucking old heads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here we go. This is Drew's team of. Molest. I mean, movies. 80s <laughs> comedies. Airplanes. <laughs> Number one, molest children. Number two, molest children. Number three, Drew molests children. Number four, on this podcast, Drew said he molests children. Number five. <laughs> no, okay, all right. For real. Number one, airplane. Number two, vacation. Number three, space balls. Number four, police academy. Number five, dirty rotten scoundrels. Number six, uncle motherfucking buck. Number seven, this is Spinal Tap. Number eight, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Number nine, Monty Python's Meaning of Life. And number ten, UHF. Oh, we didn't even uh, ask if we wanted to do drops or trades or anything. I'm good. Oh, well, bug it. Yeah, I think I was locked in anyway. Uh, I wanted Spaceballs, but it's not going to happen, so. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so James's team of 80s comedies. Number one, When Harry Met Sally. Number two, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Number three, Three Amigos. Number four, Ghostbusters. Number five, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Number six, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Number seven, Fletch. Number eight, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Number nine, Weekend at Bernie's. And number ten, Back to School. And for Andy's team of 80s comedies. First pick, number one, Beverly Hills Cop. Number two, The Naked Gun. Number three, Coming to America. Number four, Trading Places. Number five, Tom Hanks and Big. Number six, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. 
Number seven, Ernest Goes to Camp. Number eight, Police Academy 3, Police on Watch. Number nine, Twins. <laughs> and number ten, Look Who's Talking. Andy. What's up? Naked Gun for Spaceballs. Let's go. All right, oh, done. shit. <laughs> All right. If you're keeping track yes. at home. Thank you. That's a tough one because Naked Gun's up up at the top too, but Spaceballs is probably definitively for me. Yeah. I, I don't want to say it, it's it's definitely right there with Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. So Drew's new number three is Spaceballs, and Andy's new number two. No. No, Drew's new number three is Naked Gun, and Andy's new number two is Spaceballs. Love it. And that is our draft of 80s comedies, guys. Good yeah. job. Get ready for, uh, Man, we outed, we outed a child molester and found, <laughs> found a bag of somebody's ashes and figured out a new way. This is like to bring America back together again. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is like the new, this is like a, an 80s comedy unfolding in the podcast. <laughs> we're, we're solving problems, guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe we need to put these in form of uh, some sort of uh, script. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got uh, three big elements right now. <laughs> three guys do a podcast, and two of them find out one of them's been fucking kids the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and like Bill and Ted, we go back because we're doing the podcast yeah. in the eighties yeah. uh, before podcasts yeah. even existed. And then we kill him, and we just move his body around as if he was still alive. Yeah, and then we yeah. go drink his pieces. And then we go watch Andy's parents fuck <laughs> on Christmas. <laughs> Stay cool. I saw mommy sucking daddy's balls. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs>